Hello, and welcome to episode 95 of the Daybotcast. This is our uh, first live episode, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, anyways, we are a weekly podcast where the three of us, Nate's usually here, um, so this week two of us, uh, me and Andrew, come together to talk about K-pop and whatever's current in the industry. Uh, this week we're doing our monthly releases list, so basically what we do is we'll uh, basically just talk about what our favorite uh, releases of the month are. Uh, so we'll be doing that in alphabetical order. And uh, yeah, uh, Nate is here technically, is in chat uh, for those of you watching live. But yeah, anyways, as always, I'm joined by Andrew. He usually has three things. Oh, that's Wade going first. <laughs> uh, number one, um... Well, as I mentioned last week, uh, I went to the or I was planning on going to the Red Sox parade, and oh man, it was lit! I saw a human being break open a or shotgun a beer can by smashing it on their forehead. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, I'm, pretty, I'm I'm guessing that's a that's a normal thing in Boston. I don't know, honestly, I really don't know, but um, it was amazing. All I know is- all I know is some guy did that in a class once in my freshman year. <laughs> Wait, in a classroom? They shotgun? They, yeah, they it was like in the, the back of the lecture hall. They did it while the teacher wasn't looking. It was hilarious. <laughs> but the beer's gonna, it's going to go everywhere. It's so messy. Yeah, no. Either the teacher didn't notice or they just did not care. At that point. <laughs> it was like a senior, I think. So. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, it, anyway, yeah, it was insane. It was fun. I got this hat and I, got, I spent way too much money. I got to see like Fenway Park and everything. So... Yep, love Boston a lot. I really want to go back up there sometime. Uh, next, we have uh, next on the list. Uh, I just like to give our uh, all of our condolences to Fnatic after getting three would in the grand finals of uh, the League of Legends Worlds 2018 um, by Invictus Gaming. Invictus Gaming is the first Chinese team to ever win Worlds, which is crazy considering this has been going on for like eight years now. And I saw like a video. They're like, they, is it? Because literally, it's just been Korea, 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 Korea. Like the first one was like an EU team, and then season two was like a, a Taipei Assassins, which is a Taiwanese team. And it was it was crazy. Like they were like setting off fireworks in China, and like people were celebrating, and like there was watch parties and everything. So yeah, that's how serious esports is there. And we'll we'll actually end up mentioning um, League of Legends a bit later, and also next week we're going to talk about KDA. So we'll yes. get more into that. Which is yeah, we Jacob and I can't stop listening to it, or we, we, we can't no, seriously. Stop it. <laughs> I I'll, I'll get into it later, but <laughs> I listened to it many times. Yeah, no, I, I had it on repeat like for for hours on end. But well, I, I it needs its own topic. Honestly, we it, it, originally it was supposed to be in the the releases list or like the favorite K-pop songs, but it wouldn't have done it justice. Yeah. And finally, number three, the most important announcement of the year: Red Velvet US tour. Woo! Except I probably won't be able to go because it's literally like a week before I go. <laughs> yeah, to I was just like, oh, are you gonna be able to make it down here for that? Or uh, who knows? Oh, for those that don't know, the dates are February eighth in Los Angeles, February tenth in Dallas. So, Cooper, you better go. The thirteenth in Miami, fifteenth in Chicago, and seventeenth in good old Newark, New Jersey, at the NJ Pack, which is where it's a monster act. Monster X, so that should be great, and it's probably gonna sell it in like five seconds because it's red velvet. So I really need to be trick, uh, quick on the trigger, basically. <laughs> and those are the three things. All right, want to yes. get into it? Uh, yes. One moment, I have to resize my window. 
Stop talking about cheating. Scrabbles. <laughs> okay. Anyway, hashtag Scrabbles. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> wait. It's being Scrabbled on his FM. Okay. <laughs> um, rip audio listeners who like listen after the fact. And yeah, they're getting, the audio it. listeners are just gonna be so lost anytime we make any reference to the chat. It's like, what the fuck are they talking about, Scrabbles? <laughs> anyway. Oh boy. <laughs> okay of course when it's live things go wrong <laughs> anyways show must go on we will start the releases list now i'm jacob hashtag no blow note it's fine and uh yeah i guess we can get started <laughs> all right so b- before we get into the actual uh songs that we're going to cover in the best k-pop songs of october 2018 i just wanted to uh, give a refresher for or for those that are we will be listening to this later of the albums we already reviewed so just in alphabetical order we already reviewed april's the ruby boa's um god how many how many solo albums it was like ninth full album or something like that yeah ninth full album uh, that came right after her first mini mini album. album (laughs) <laughs> it was entitled Woman, uh, From His Nines, From Nine, Eyes One's debut album, Color Eyes, Monster X's Take One, Are You There, NCT 127's Regular Irregular, So Use Part 2 Refresh, Stray Kids' I Am You, Wikimiki's Kiss and Kicks, Yuri's The First Scene, and Zion T's ZZZ. It doesn't so, feel like that was all this, like, that was all Yeah, that's the thing, like, I... I, d- I did not realize how many we ended up reviewing just in one month. So that's insane. And it's going to get even worse next month or in this month, November. So, yep, you're going to get a lot of album review episodes, guys. So just, yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> yep. All right. So with that, we can get into the list. Um, I guess we'll just start it right out. So uh, first on the list, we have AKB48 because... Andrew's addicted now. <laughs> uh, so they had their uh, new title track, which is called No Way Man, off the same single title. Yeah. Uh, I still didn't get to order it yet, but uh, I will. I probably get to end up ordering like five different versions just because there's so many so many people on here that I want. So the premise behind this uh, latest single is that it's everyone that was in top 20, uh, all the... Uh, 48 group members that were in top 20 of Produce 48 got to participate in the Senbatsu. So that is Miyazaki Mihio, Takahashi Juri, Takayuchi Miyu. This is her last, this is her last single before she graduates. Uh, Shitao Miyu, Honda Hitomi, Shiruma Miru, Yabuki Nako, and Miyaki Sakura. So yeah, again, Hichan, uh, Nako, and Sakura. This is their last promotion in AKB 48. Uh, before they are gone until like 2021 or something like that or tw- uh, some crazy like uh, three-year exclusive contract like that so um i'd say for an akb48 song i they, the choreography was a lot more intense than i was expecting at first because usually that's like the first like point of com- uh, contention is like oh why are they just doing all this weird stuff that is never in sync or whatever but it was pretty cool to see like intense choreography um the only, I guess my only complaint would be they kind of rush through the lyrics at some point. <laughs> They're just like, like trying to keep up with the beat. So it just kind of uh, comes yeah. off as kind of awkward. Um, the thing that sucks, though, is that even though Takuyuchi Miyu is like, oh, my God, this is her last stage and everything. It's going to be so like important. She gets like one millisecond of screen time. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sad. Uh, and then there's like a part where they all line up because it's supposed to be like, oh, you see everyone's head, but then Nako's so short that sh- she's hiding behind Sakura <laughs> and you can't even see her head. It's so funny. Um, 
hey, overall, I enjoyed the single. Uh, I'm gonna spend way too much money on it, and I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, before uh, Miu uh, graduated, she got to f- finally she finally got to be in a in a senbatsu for AKB48 again. So I'm really happy for her, and it's a, it's the it's a it's the best way to send her out. Yep. All right. So next we have Ashmute. Uh, with the song uh, Summer's Gone, which is off of the single of the same uh, name. You, you skipped one, Jake. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, we can just cover that and then go into the next, the one that I skipped on accident. All right. Well, um, yeah. Did you, uh, you can go same? first, I guess. Yeah, okay. I did, but you can go first. Uh, we covered Ashmute, um, I don't know, I forget how many months ago, but uh, we covered the song Ghost. I believe. Yeah, it was, it was like all the way back in like the beginning of the year. Um, but. Like, we really liked her, or the really, like, lo-fi sort of nature of it. And this is kind of, like, a similar sort of vibe. Um, we love the bass track on it. Like, or just overall a really chill song. So I'm obviously going to enjoy anything with uh, the bass line as the, as the prominence. Yes, yeah, as, as soon as I heard this, I was like, oh, Andrew's going to love this. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like it. Yeah, like, it, the, the lo-fi, almost, like, city pop-ish nature is, like, I knew you'd love that kind of thing so yeah overall i really like it as well i'm definitely gonna add this to my playlist mm-hmm. so going back the one i accidentally skipped was uh amber from fx um she released a music video for her song lost at sea which i actually thought turned out pretty well despite it being like so low budget like yeah seems like she basically just you know went out and shot a music video with herself yeah her, yeah with her camera and stuff so yeah it turned yeah. out pretty good it's interesting because um, cause the other song that she did off of this like um, digital single, uh, the other song "White Noise" was actually produced by SM, but this one she produced on her own. So maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was only uh, only supposed to be like "White Noise" was the lead single, and then she's just like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I, she's just like, all right, I, I'll just do this myself. And if SM's not gonna uh, back it any further than that, but I like "White Noise." I enjoyed the song a lot better than I did. Um, her uh her self-produced self-released album um before rogue rouge uh it's basically like a giant like performance mv um yeah and obviously i'm I, a real big like um appeal or a real big thing that i loved about this music video is that uh, one of the the director and one of the choreographers for this and it actually shows up in the music video is sorry yang sorry yang is a really really big name in the sort of west coast like uh like dance and choreography scenes so it's cool to see like all these like the connections that she has and everything and yeah she i love her choreography so much so it's really cool to see her work with amber nice all right so next we have a new group this is their debut uh ats with their album which is titled treasure ep1 so assuming they're going to follow up with a some sort of series yep um ep1 all to zero uh, with the title track Pirate King. I don't know why it's called Pirate King. Honestly, it sounds like some like One Piece one nonsense. Piece, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, they were formerly known as KQ Fellas uh, in their pre-debut. I know Aubrey was talking about or trying to hype them up as much as possible before. Um, it's crazy because they, uh, I think, yeah, they're under like a sub label of like CJ, which is why it ended up being on like Stone Music Entertainment. And wow, I've never heard of like. Oh, I guess it's CJ Money and whatever. So they have not one, but two on-location music video shoots, which is insane for a Nugu. That's crazy. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, th- I forget the, 
the the name of the other um the other track that they uh, the one that was actually their single but I actually I preferred Pirate King better just because one the uh, choreography is great yeah treasure yeah and I preferred Pirate King more for the choreography and I like just this is this song goes in basically so definitely enjoy this a lot more and yeah they're they're in terms of choreography they're they're super clean already for like a, essentially a group that's just debuting so yeah they're they're probably gonna end up on uh like the best new uh, male group or best new male artist list at the end of the year for us, I think. Yeah. All right. So next we have kind of a curveball here, uh, Black Eyed Peas and uh, CL with the uh, the title Dopeness, which this was actually leaked like years ago. So everybody already I knows actually never song. heard it until now. Or oh, until, really? Like, we were, yeah, I never heard it. Or maybe I did. I just I forgot all these all those years ago, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was all right. It seems kind of old, to be honest, but I guess that's kind of just a Black Eyed Peas in general. <laughs> um, they're, they're old. <laughs> well, they, they just like they just stayed in 2004 or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, or maybe not 2004. I don't know what year to put them as, but <laughs> yeah, it's just like, there's, like there's pre-2010s. Yeah, there's different like eras of Black Eyed Peas, so it's interesting to because yeah. Black Eyed Peas started pre Fergie. They started out like doing just straight up like boom bap and like hip hop and like all this stuff that they're doing on this song right now. Yeah. And then once the 2000s came around, they got into way more of the pop stuff. And yeah. then Willie yeah, Am just got addicted to using auto tune, which I'll, I'll get to in li- a bit later. But yeah, it's interesting to see them like sort of go back to their roots with this song. And yeah, side note. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that CL has more screen time in this music video than she did in um, Mile 22, the movie that she was in oh with Mark God. Wahlberg. Like, there's somebody like 30 ma- seconds in that. Yeah, movie. somebody made a cut, and it's literally 30 seconds. Just like the entirety of like her of her screen time in that uh, in that movie is just like 30 seconds, and this is like a two minute or like it's like a four minute, five minute uh, music video. So that's incredible. Uh, as for the actual song, I I, I do enjoy it. Again, I. Uh, I, have, I still have a problem with. I, th- I don't think Will I Am needed to do auto tune for this. It just takes away from the track too much. Um, Apple Day Up had a great verse. I'm surprised. Again, I will only really listen to uh, uh, Black Eyed Peas with their title track or their their singles, basically. So I'm just like, what? I've ne- I don't think I've ever heard Taboo's voice ever. Just <laughs> because he would never sing, he'd never rap or never sing or anything. Just because it always just be. Well, Will I Am and Fergie just stealing all the lines, essentially. Um, yeah. And to be completely honest, like with how much of a mess it's been with CL, like because apparently there's rumors that she's not under Scooter Braun anymore. Uh, she's posted, she leaked her own music video that she was n- supposed to release, be- but never did because YG was holding her back. So, I, I, I this was a rumor before, but I, I think she'd be better off just joining Black Eyed Peas. Honestly, she'd put out way more music than she is right now. Probably. I mean, yeah, and, I wouldn't doubt it because Fergie left, right? Yeah, Fergie left. And that was always a that was a rumor that CL would join them. Who knows? Maybe this is hinting at that. I guess we'll see in the future. And I mean, she she's she'd be a perfect fit for it, honestly, because uh, like yeah, I think she does great in this track, honestly. And it, yeah, it definitely makes me miss her releasing music, and she's just like stuck permanently in the dungeon. Yeah, I. All right, not going into another YG rant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next we have uh, this one's kind of a weird to name, uh, weird to sound out. I guess I'll call it uh, cacophony. Cacophony, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, with their album, which is titled full length album, which is titled Harmony, uh, the title track is called Rosetta. Uh, so basically I was just randomly looking because how they separate the release list on Reddit is they have the main like popular, like mainstream artists. And then they have something called the non K-pop releases or, or like, I don't know, just like indie, uh, music releases. So I scrolled through that list and I suddenly come across Cacophony and out of nowhere, I just like scroll down to the comments and like Umu's the top comment on there. And it turns out she did like a reaction to it. It's just like, oh my God, this song brought me to tears and everything. It was like, oh man, this must be an intense song. And she was right. Like, it's such a unique sound. I don't think I've ever heard anything like this uh, in all our year or all our year in, in like nine months or so or 11 months or so of covering um, K pop. So, what really sold this for me was like the weird, like unique sound. Like there's just like random like piano hits and all this sort of things, like sort of really lo-fi. Her voice is just insane. Like just, again, just really unique uh, timbre to her voice. And again, I, I'm sure you could speak onto the, uh, on this more, but like the visuals of it are, is insane. Like it's just like an ultra widescreen 5K, yep. just like really like, really like conceptual artsy type thing. Yeah, I, that's, uh, the first thing that stood out was obviously the music video. Like the the way they filmed it was really interesting, with like the super like widescreen uh, aspect ratio. Like that's even that's beyond like eighteen by nine. It's like it's got to be like thirty two by nine or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like some that. crazy um, aspect ratio. So, uh, oh, uh, Nate just said in the chat, uh, Umu announced she's going to interview Cacophony today. Oh, so that's pretty cool. Sweet. She wants to set that up uh, through oh, like PMs or something. Um, I wish we had that anyways. Kind of clout. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I mean, we do. We could, we kind of do. It's just like every every time Asol puts out music, we're just like, we love you, Asol. And she's like, oh, I love Julie Davok, and she sends us really <laughs> nice messages. So yeah. Um. Uh. Anyways, the 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 MV was like the aspect ratio really lends to it because it kind of gives you more of a closed off lens rather than a uh, more open one. And they yeah, they use the space very well. Like the screenshot I have up right now, yeah. which is basically it stretches out wider and it's like so narrow and it's like f narrowly focused towards the center. It's like so much. It helps build the emotion of just like oh, they're like literally in like the middle of nowhere or whatever. Just like the sort of yeah. ominous nature of the of the track and everything. And yeah, that's a great that's a great use of cinematography. That's definitely this some this music video could probably end up in our like we have some like best music video or best like cinematography mm. or whatever awards towards the end of the year and definitely I, this has to go up there yeah though what i actually liked was the was the shots where they they used the uh aspect ratio to not seem like it's widened but rather it was squashed yeah so they had like, like more of a tighter space yeah um so yeah anyways on to the actual song her her vocals are fantastic i really really um dig that the most out of anything mm -hmm. um the instrumentals are pretty empty but i feel like that really just lends to the uh, like feel of the actual song overall it sort of lends the emotion like that she's trying to convey Definitely. so yeah i think this song turned out amazingly
Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one of the. This is why we go through the, go through the like the the pile of garbage that, or like there's so many songs. Again, there was like almost 150 songs that we had to cover this month. But gotta yeah, find guess, the diamonds. Yeah, we gotta find diamonds the diamonds in the, in the crap. Basically. Yep. <laughs> oh, and there is some crap on here. So uh, just you wait. Yeah, <laughs> only extreme crap gets on our list. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, for me, uh, or, sorry. I didn't even say what song I was about to talk about. <laughs> All right, so next we have uh, Clara C with uh, Sentimental Dreamin'. Uh, this song, like, really stood out well to me. Uh, I really, like, typically I don't like trap, but I think the uh, the mix of the, like, Eastern instrumentals and stuff like that with the trap, I think it really lent to it, especially being in a R&B song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I again I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with Clara C but oh man she's been around for a while she was the, during the rise like in like the early like the late aughts early 2000 or early 2010s like rise of like YouTube Asian American singer sort of thing she's right up there with uh, the likes of like I don't know like AJ Raphael uh, I don't know like Gabe Bundock um, like Kina Granis who got super popular um, like Tori Kelly is associated with that as well, and she's like getting Grammy nominations and everything. So, yeah, Kine- or Clara C was just one of my favorites. I li- like basically her entire like like there's there's a good year of my life that's just defined by her music. So to see her just like randomly pop up on this list was insane for me. Um, so yeah, I, I I love her music so much, and a lot of her older music was just like acoustic stuff, like really like fun like very like lighthearted sort of um music so to see her do this was insane to see her like take her voice in this type of direction just like this trap r&b direction was incredible and she she pulls it off very well again that's just a that's a testament to how good her how good her singing is quite honestly like she's definitely one of my favorites um yeah, I mean, just I love her voice so much, and I missed it all these years. I, I, it's so cool to see her pop up, like especially with like with, with Korean music and K-pop blowing up now. I hope she, I hope she catches onto that wave. It's crazy. Like again, she was just she used to just upload stuff on her own channel, and like me, like back in the day, she was getting like millions of views. But I guess now it's just a lot of competition. But to see her show up on like a Mirror Ball or like the. Like the K Indie channel was just a shock to me. It was so it was so cool seeing this, uh, getting to cover this. Honestly, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, did she get like signed by a Korean company or something? I don't know. I honestly don't. She like dropped For, off like, the radar. Like I really don't know what happened to her after like uh, after I like I was started going to college. Honestly, but I, mm. I know she got married and I guess maybe she was just laying low until she decided to start doing music again. So I, I hope she does more music in the future because again like everyone needs to hear this beautiful voice yeah all right so next uh this was one of my favorites on the list um uh we have uh sorry about that uh cosmic girl which not to be confused with the group cosmic girls cosmic girl yeah (laughs) um and this is a collaboration with solar from mamamoo and it's a digital single for laia and I really, really like this. Not particularly for the music standing out, but the way it was mixed, I really like how like forward and crisp the vocals sound. Um, this is something that like a lot of producers don't go with. They tend to like just bury things back mm-hmm. and let the beat sort of take the take the stage. I personally, I guess I'd call myself more of a treble head than a bass head. So <laughs> I, I prefer more of a. Uh, like emphasis on the on the vocals, especially female vocals. So 
yeah, I, I really, really like the way the song was presented. Um, so this came about because um, Cosmic Girl, who I believe she used to be, I think she used to be in a group or something. I believe. Oh no, she I'll was she was a former member of Rania. Not even oh, joking. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote that down in like the the spreadsheet or whatever. But yeah, she. Um, she's actually Mamamoo's vocal coach, so this is how uh, they they ended up like hooking up or whatever. So mm. and it also explains why uh, Cosmic Girl only releases like one or two songs a year, basically, just because she's busy. She being... actually has a job. <laughs> yeah, she actually has a day job or whatever. But um, you could definitely tell the similarities in their voices, or like how Solar definitely takes some cues after her uh, after her voice. So yeah, it's pretty cool to see them do a duet like this. Yeah. All right, so next, uh, also one of my favorites on this list was uh, Country Gongbang, which uh, the album title is called We All Need Bluegrass, if that gives you any hint of what this is like. <laughs> uh, the title track is called A Little Long Night. Uh, I really, really, I really, really like this. Um, it reminds me of, uh, I guess, kind of like a Korean rendition of like something like John, Denver, John Denver would have come out with. I really like mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to add it just because of the, I don't know, just like the the oddity of hearing Koreans do bluegrass, and it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good, and I, that's just a testament to how awesome music is. Where basically, I'm I'm pretty sure they've never been to like the South in the U.S. or so anything. Oh, like probably that. not. <laughs> yeah, and just for them to sort of be inspired enough to do bl- pick up bluegrass music, even and like this genre from a completely different country that they've probably never experienced firsthand. That's awesome. That's that's really cool. I love that's a, that's the aspect I love most about music is just like the sharing of cultures and like seeing people sort of discover like other countries' music and that sort of thing. Just much in the same way that people in America end up discovering K-pop. So it's it's really cool to see that. Yeah, definitely. All right, so next up, we have a collaboration with a pretty prominent American artist. So we have uh, Dua Lipa. She's with British, a, dude. Uh, cl- <laughs> uh, or sorry, English-speaking artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never actually heard her speak, so I didn't really know. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, we have Dua Lipa with uh, Blackpink, uh, Kiss and Makeup. Uh, I actually thought this was really well done. This is... Uh, like especially since uh, the Blackpink members they actually sing in Korean for the song, I thought honestly I was fully expecting them to just like sing in English. But I guess uh, when Dua Lipa sent the demo off to YG, they uh, actually changed the lyrics to Korean and yeah, yeah, and uh, they went from there. So yeah, this was this turned out really well. It came out um, nicely. Uh, I've been listening to it quite a bit ever since it came out. So yeah, I thought this was really well done. Also, I, I really hope that this is a sign that we'll continue to get like more collaborations with American artists. However, I, I really, really hope that in the future, the American artists can more like push for radio, radio play. Radio play. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's, it's that's, hard. that's the, well, that's the determining factor yeah, with, uh, basically. Um, you know, whether these are, these songs are going to be heard as radio play. So yeah. Yeah. And the thing is though, there's, they really only just play singles on the radio. I mean, as always. So yeah, this isn't yeah. a single. This is just like a special thing that's on her album. Well, um, she added it to the album like after the fact. It's yeah, weird. well, because it's an important thing. One, she wants to go- she wants to get that. Uh, she wants to get a part of that sweet K-pop money. Yeah. Like, like the, there's no secret about that, honestly. And like, no, there's nothing wrong with that exactly. But um, I'd say actually, 
I kind of would have preferred if Blackpink sang in English, honestly. One, because there's a lot of good English speakers on, on Blackpink already between Lisa well, and Well, three Jenny of them speak Rose English Ray. pretty proficiently, so... Is this support Jisoo? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like 21. Three, three of them spoke English well, but then there's Minji who didn't really speak English. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of wish they like took advantage of that, and it'd probably improve their chances of getting airplay uh, if they mm. sung it in English, but... That being said... Again, we've more than on on multiple occasions. I've just I've documented how much I've just been sort of frustrated with Blackpink's music on end, and not even joking. This might be the best Black Blackpink song or the best song that Blackpink has ever been on. Honestly, I'd put this above. Uh, Debatable. I'd put, <laughs> I'd put this above like playing with fire. Uh, I was just, I was surprised with how much I liked the song. I think the reason why I did is that they did a good job of. It's kind of like the worry I had um, with BTS and Steve Aoki when they were first doing their collaborations. Or same thing with uh, BTS and Chainsmokers. I was just like, is this going to sound like a Chainsmokers song featuring BTS? Or is this going to be a BTS song featuring Chainsmokers? Where in this case, it fits pretty well in both camps where it's not. it doesn't sound too yeah. much like a Dua Lipa song and it doesn't sound too much like a Blackpink song. Both, both, crew, uh, both sides of uh, the collaboration work very well uh, with this style. So that's... That's a sign of a good collaboration, honestly. And I, I yeah. hope we get more of it. Because, again, Dua Lipa is just... She's... She's like... Her trajectory has just been insane over the past, like... Over the past year or so. Just once New, once new Rules came out, she just skyrocketed. So she's definitely going to be up there for those... Uh, the Grammy, like, Best New Artist Awards. So for Blackpink yeah. to get a collaboration like that is really cool. Really cool to see. Yep. So next we have Epitone Project um with is it epitone or epitone Epitone? no no epitone. <laughs> no it is not epitone <laughs> all right then it's epitome epitome then can't beat epitome <laughs> anyways <laughs> um they have the title the title track first love from their album words in the wind which andrew had stuff to say about i really didn't I really don't have anything to say about the song, honestly. I just wanted like to make a note that it's Susie in the music video. So, Woo. yeah, that's that's all I have to say about this, honestly. Susie, p- super popular. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's okay. why she's in there. <laughs> all right. All right, next we have uh, Golden Child with their song Genie off of their new mini album, Wish. And honestly, this is probably the catchiest song they've put out it, to date. Yep, best, probably their mm. best song. Also, cover of the SNSD song, as Andrew said. <laughs> yeah, it's a cover of the um, SNSD song. Not as good as the SNSD song, sorry. <laughs> they got to they gotta do better than that if they want to rule the music industry for the next 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over them saying that. Yeah, like that they said crazy. that at KCON. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you guys aren't going to be alive in 100 years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, did you hear were you done? Well, I was wondering if you had anything to say about it. Um, again, I I was really like sour or just like really like meh on Golden Child at first. Like, yeah, Dom me too. Daddy, like was just eh. but this is way more interesting. Um, it's kind of it ha- kind of has the same thing going for it that like Energetic by Wada One has. It's like the same type of house uh, vibe, and so. That that definitely is pro, uh, a big factor in why I enjoyed it a lot more, um, and I definitely think they're coming into their own. Uh, my only complaint would be, 
I want that. There was a sick ass dance break towards the end of the song, and I wish it went so much longer. <laughs> there, it was like an instrumental dance break that they did. So, yeah, they're definitely Golcha is definitely coming into their own, and so I'm I'm, I'm definitely enjoying their. I didn't get it. I, this probably was with a music or a, a, a mini album. I'll probably have to go back and listen to that uh, if I really enjoyed the single at first. Yeah. All right. So next we have hoodie with uh sunshine which features crush off of the uh, digital single of the same title um and honestly like all i wrote for my notes was like has hoodie has hoodie ever put out a bad song like that's no. a legitimate question <laughs> no she has never put out a bad song and that's incredible like i uh, literally every time she comes out with something i always like it i always add it to my uh library so okay. yeah her-, her her vocals are so good yeah among like the r&b like solo singers we put her up she's like it's like the it's like the holy trifecta of hoodie, Sudan, and uh, and hey, like that's that's the holy trifecta right there, honestly. So, um, like I said, uh, she's my favorite. She's easily my favorite member of AOMG, um, and it's I, it was funny. We actually didn't end up covering Crush's own song that's released on here, but he shows up on like two or three features, and I actually ended up enjoying his features more than his actual song. Uh, but it's, they work well together. Uh, I love this music video. This music video is so funny. It's like, I don't know, they're like neighbors or whatever, kind of like the Sims or something like that. And it's just like really weird. And then they try to kill each other with like a baseball bat and like a chainsaw or something. And then at the end of the music video, Crush charges at Hayes and he, it's like the most anime situation, is po- or it's, it's hoodie where she char- he charges at hoodie with like the most and ends up in the, like the most anime situation where he's just like, oops, I accidentally, I'm on top of her on the bed, and then out of nowhere, Simon D comes in as the police. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, Jeez. and then just leaves. <laughs> it's like what? And then singing like the, the, the screenshot I used was freaking crushing. Like his random ass smile that he he has like the same face that <laughs> in um. And soulmate with Ayu and Zico. He has a after he like presses all of the uh, elevator buttons. He has the same stupid smile. So um, again, just like huge props to Hoodie for her consistency. Same thing with Cha Cha Malone. Really love all. Really love all of her music. Yep. All right. Next we have Icon with uh, Goodbye Road off of their new mini album, New Kid, The Final. Uh, I really really like this. I thought this was really really well done. Honestly, it's like. Basically, it's just like winner off of their first two albums. Yeah, basically. Before Taehyun left. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess that like what I wrote down was they're literally out winnering winner right now. It, like, cause again, you know how they were supposed to like separate them, where like I guess winner was kind of supposed to be like the emo Big Bang <laughs> yep. side of things, and Icon I guess was supposed to be more like the hype Big Bang Bang of things. It's like I, they're doing it. They're doing like the the emo side way Opposite. better, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I I'm. Their music output this year has just been crazy. So like, they're definitely on that. Yeah. Uh, they're or just like the amount of success they've gotten within the past year is awesome. So um, they're definitely going to end up on that like maybe breakout artist of the year list. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they do this. Yeah, I'd like to see them. Like we, I think we're just kind of sour on Winter. Honestly, I'd like I'm actually more more in more in anticipation of Icon's next release than I am of Winter, yeah. especially with like the well, Winter came out with Every Day, which every is every one of the worst day, songs day, of the, of every year. oh no, 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 not Every Day, please. 
Um, I mean, yeah, I'm actually more interested to see what they're going to come out with, especially with like how big um, Love Scenario was and everything. And this song is just yeah, yeah. great too. So it's just weird to see how like the like the what the, the like the YG success train is just like jumping from artist to artist. It was like, oh, it was Blackpink. Oh, it was Winner. Oh, it was now it's Icon. Like, who's it going to be next year? Maybe. Yeah. All right. So next from that we have bum 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 IU <laughs> with the uh the title track uh BB and uh, I really really like this um IU doing hip hop R&B style is not something I expected but Damn. honestly I'm here for it <laughs> I like it a lot <laughs> weird flex but okay <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> basically fitting for this song um She's definitely been hanging around like Zico way too much because you could definitely yeah. tell you could definitely tell that her collaborating with Zico on Soulmate left an impression or sort of an influence on this song and I enjoy it a lot. I know a lot of people are just like, "Oh, it's weird" or just like it's so different for IU, but I really enjoy it. And again, just it speaks to the versatility of IU and what she's able to do in terms of style and in terms of genre. Like again, like she's doing stuff like She's doing stuff like the her remake albums. She's doing more of the acoustic stuff. She does like more pop stuff like this and just like hip hop. Um, DDD, BBB versus ZZC. <laughs> yep. Dragon Ball Z, basically. Uh, um, and BDZ. It, Don't forget yeah. that one. BDZ, yeah. <laughs> BDZ, the most important one. Uh, it's it's just so it's really cool to see her just sort of branch out in these different directions and like god are you doing choreography that's never that's never been something i expected that she'd do and i'm actually interested i'd love to see an entire like album or like an an album where she's focused on this style or just like more of an r&b style than she's used to so yeah i'm I'm really excited to see what i is going to deliver next year because she's probably not going to release anything this year i think this was just a special like anniversary single that she put out and it still landed for some reason. It still landed her on the Mama Best like female artist list, even though she released yeah. <laughs> one goddamn song one week before the nominations went up. Like they were probably like, "Yeah, hey, let's just pencil IU in just because we know we're probably gonna end up having to anyway." <laughs> uh, yeah. The uh, um, on the choreography thing, IU used to always have choreography. Um, it was just like after, like around Palette, in between Palette and now that she hasn't done as much. Yeah, when she started. So like, I'm glad to see start- her pick it back up. Yeah, because she started to get way more conceptual, so it's not necessarily yeah. something that lends itself to choreography, so yeah, it's yeah. still cool. Yep. All right, next we have JBJ95, uh, which is um, it's two members of JBJ, right? Yep. Kim um, Sung-kyun and Kenta. Kenta, okay. Um, anyways, they have their title track, Home, off the album of the same title, which Andrew wanted to talk about. So, yep, these are uh, Brutus Boys, so I've been following them since Brutus 101. Um, and again, we, we've, we've talked about how we, to some degree, we ended up liking JBJ's music more than 101's. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. So, yeah, even though it sucks that they couldn't get the, uh, they couldn't get the contracts figured out to have JBJ do another year just to be permanent even. So, this is the next best thing, honestly. Um... Yeah, the, the, the JBJ will live on through JBJ95. I'd say I enjoyed it for the most part. The only thing I'd have to say is Kenta probably has to work on his vocals a bit. It's a bit raw. I mean, obviously, Sanghyun's going to be the rapper. Obviously, that's his forte ever since before he joined uh, Brutus 101. 
but yeah, they, again, you, you you definitely see the growth that they made since the show, and I'm and I know like Cooper's just like this is like the one thread that he's holding on to is like it's like the, it's all he has left of JBJ and um <laughs> Kim Dong Han as well. We'll get to it later, but it's cool to see how 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 good that they're doing um uh, post JBJ. So I, I hope they continue. Yep. All right. Next we have uh, Jung Eun Ji from A Pink. Um, with their title track be, being there off the album Hewa. And I don't know, I, I liked it, but I, I have the same problem with this song as I do other NG songs is that they s- end up like all her music kind of blends together and doesn't yeah, really stand out against each other. Like she's easily one of my favorite vocalists in like all of K-pop, but it's oh, like her solo music just doesn't stand out because I feel like it's too samey, I guess. The thing is, though, this kind of music's like super popular in Korea. That's why, you, yeah. When you see like end of the year lists with like sales, it's always something like Yoon Jung Shin or just like a lot of ballad artists because the Korea yep. just loves their ballads. So that's why it's she's definitely like catering to that market. It's not really something that's meant for K-pop fans necessarily. Uh, yep. That being said, um, the one thing I do enjoy about Unji's solo music is that she always ends up having a story in the music video. Mm, yeah and the story of this is really nice so unji's like uh like this uh like worker in like this big city i'm guessing seoul obviously <laughs> um and like she, she ends up skipping work to go back home like to her mom in the country and everything it's just like a really nice like it's the most wholesome it's one of the most wholesome music videos i've seen all year so i really i really really enjoyed this um and then the, the the little like touches that they have um like there's a part where like raindrop starts falling and i think she's like eating like watermelon or something like that or just like sitting there and the music drops out and it's just unji's voice like carrying it with like the raindrops as like the ambient noise so the, the way they the way they approached and um developed the the music video and how they tied it to the song was really cool so yeah, again, yep. I'd probably be more into it if it was if she did more than just ballads, but f- for what it is, I do appreciate it. Yeah. All right, next. Another like really high profile uh collaboration. We have uh John Legend, ex Wendy from Red Velvet, uh with a track written in the stars, which was a uh, station zero project. Um and I really like this. I, I thought this turned out well. A lot of people uh, had the complaint that John's voice might have been a little too contrasty from Wendy's. But honestly, I didn't have no, a problem with I had, it. I, I thought did it not have that worked problem perfectly. At all. Yeah, I thought they were, yeah, they were, they were perfect together. Like this, their style of singing is yeah. just made for each other, essentially. Just like, I don't know. Like I kind of had hearing the name John Legend doing something with... Uh, any K-pop star, let alone Wendy, who we, we laud so much for her singing ability, and like we want to hear more of her, more of her ballads and that sort of thing. Um, man, I, I it blew away my expectations. Honestly, you know how hard it is to please me. So, um, yeah. and, and John Legend's like his duets are the stuff of legends. So she's he's like <laughs> Grammy nominated and everything. Like she's gonna be up there with all all those other people that have done John Legend duets. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I'm so I'm so happy for Wendy, and she's I couldn't think of anyone better um, in K-pop th- than Wendy to do a, a collaboration with John Legend, honestly. And she she yeah. brought so much to this. Like you, uh, one fear was like, oh maybe she gets overpowered, like in terms of like star power. It's like, oh you can't really notice Wendy just because you're hearing John Legend that sort of thing. Um, you know she carried herself so well in this song, honestly. Yep. Uh, another thing. Um, 
Like I was talking about the mixing earlier with the uh, Solar and Co- Cosmic Girl song, like how the vocals are very forward. I had the I like the same thing about this song is like it's very very centered on the vocals, which is uh, something I always like to see. Hmm. Um, anyways, the only, the only oh. creepy thing is kind of like they in the story of the music video is like oh they're in love and I'm just like yeah, <laughs> John Legend, you're almost forty, dude. And Wendy's like younger than I am, so I'm just like, uh. I mean, granted, that's a normal yeah. thing in Korea, so who cares, I guess. But I'm just like, oh, do they really have to do this? <laughs> Still a great song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, from here we have uh, June from Planetarium Records um, with the track Autumn Leaves, which features Chiji. Chiji. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um. Man, just everyone from Planetarium Records has just been on fire. It's incredible just to see the amount or the production that they've been putting out. And yeah, this is no exception. June, uh, I loved his song Serenade, uh, we covered back in the day. Um, I get a great follow up, great feature by Tiju, definitely. Like, she, she definitely fits this song. Um, one thing I started noticing about June's voice is that he definitely reminds me a lot of Dean. Like, the mm. very similar singing style and everything. So, just really solid R&B track. So, if you are into, if you guys are into any of that, definitely, you need to check out June. I know, like, PLT, like, the main, like, the colla- like the group is the most popular one, and not as much, like, the solo singles. But, man, I love... You have to check out their solo releases in between the PLT releases, honestly. Because there's... All of them are worth checking out. Especially... Like, June probably might be my favorite member of, of Planetarium Records, honestly. He's just... His voice is just amazing. Definitely. All right. So next after that, we have uh, Kevin Wu, who used to be in Yukis, um, with his uh, Japanese debut single, Right Along. And the song's really good, but the PV is 45 seconds long. Four, five. It's not even a, like, usually we get mad at them. It usually like PVs are just like a minute and a half. Oh, man. This is so dumb, and it sucks because the song is it's, the song is catchy too, right? Like I'm not the only one that thinks that, right? Definitely, like, yeah. <sighs> what a waste, honestly. And no, knowing how hard hate, it is to I find Japanese music, so much. knowing how hard it is to find, like, we're probably never gonna hear this full song ever unless we like nope. go, unless we like buy the track on like Japanese iTunes or something like that. It's like what? I don't get the region this... locking. I really don't. It's stupid, and I mean, hey, granted, like I found out just recently, like. NGG48, they put their music on Spotify, but they're the, uh, as far as I know, they're the only 48 group that puts their music on Spotify, because again, they're, they're across different, like, record labels, technically, so it's just, like, all dependent, but yeah, most of their stuff, most of it's just not, most of it's just not there, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so frustrating. Yep. So, uh, next, we have Kim, uh, Kim Dong-Han from, uh, JBJ, right? He was in JBJ? Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Good night, kiss. Which Andrew had to uh, some stuff to say about it. Uh, I liked Kim Dong Han's uh, debut. Uh, I think we covered it like a month or two ago. Um, yep. What I would have to say about this is, I, of course, I loved for the most part, but the one thing I would have to say is he kind of has like a like a like a higher pitched voice, and him trying to do like a triplet rap style just comes off really weird. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's my only complaint. This is one of the actual 
unique cases where I'd suggest maybe a feature, like a featured rapper would probably do better to do like the triplet rap parts. It'd play off, uh, it'd, it'd provide a better contrast than it. Because it's like, it's always like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like gangster or whatever, like hard, like, re, like it, it doesn't give off the same effect, unfortunately. So, I mean, that's nothing of his fault, honestly. His singing's more than um, adequate. And yeah, yeah and the choreography and the concept of the music video was great too. So, yeah, it's just that one sort of thing. Definitely get him to someone to collaborate with if you want to do the rap style. Um, yeah, that's that, that, that'd be the only thing. But yeah, again, just the, the JBJ, she members of JBJ are just doing awesome right now. Yeah. All right. Next, we have Kim Jae Jung from JYJ, who uh, were in TVXQ, but that's a whole story. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he has. Um, New album in Japan, uh, actually single album, Defiance. Uh, the title track of which is fantastic. Like uh, it's straight up just like J rock, and it's really awesome. I hope Jay Jung keeps doing rock songs. You know what this is, right? What? This is the opening song for the Zoids anime. Not even joking. <laughs> it's an anime op. What is Zoids? <laughs> You've never heard of Zoids? Uh, like Zoids is like a I don't know, just like it. It kind of oh came over okay, here. I've I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came over here in the U.S. for a bit, but it's a, like a Japanese, like almost like a Transformers type thing, except with just like with it's kind of like Power Rangers in a way, or except there's yeah, just like yeah, variety, it's like, like animals a mix and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> didn't they show that on like Toonami or something? Yeah, they were, they showed that like back in the day. Nate was telling me like Nate was freaking out that it was for Zoids just because he was like, oh, I grew up watching Zoids with my dad and everything. I was like, wow, that's crazy <laughs> to see like. Jae Jin Young, uh, Jae Jin. Yeah, I, rec- I recognize the Jae the Jung. white tiger one. Oh my okay. god, it was a tsunami. That's crazy. Like how how do they randomly just like okay, like you're you're gonna do like the op for this song or like this anime and it, it's it's hype as hell. The actual music video itself was just insane. It's just like Kim Jae Jung is like okay. Let me make myself look like a badass as for like the next, I don't know, two minutes, two and 44 seconds. Like, I do not understand the story of this music video whatsoever. It's like it started off with a car <laughs> crash and then they're like in ancient times fighting ninjas or something. And then they're in like a like a restaurant, like doing like karate or like, or just, yeah, just, just like all doing all these like karate moves, like kung fu moves. It's like a freaking like Bruce Lee. Like, there's like it makes no sense whatsoever. It's just amazing to see all these like action shots or whatever. So... I don't know. It's just so cool to see all this stuff come to make together. I don't know, but I might want to have to. I might have to check out Zoids now if I want. Or just the, the check out anime. the. I don't know. I've never watched Zoids or whatever, but it's just really random to see. That's another topic we have to do. Just proper or just we covered anime and, and J-pop or whatever, but we need to do a proper like anime songs that are or K-pop artists that did anime songs. This is way too many to cover in or just gloss over at this point. Hmm. Yeah, the uh speaking of Jake Jung doing anime openings, I found out recently that when when he was with TVXQ, they did the one of the One Piece openings. What? <laughs> yeah, and I think I think it was a cover of the like first opening. So they actually did like the op- like opening <laughs> one but like oh new version God. or whatever. Yeah. I think that's what they did. Um anyways, from here we can go into the next song which is uh Kim Parkchella with the uh, the title track pick one up and oh my god 
I, 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 I put this on here. I put this on here for you specifically. <laughs> yeah, I knew no. you'd like it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, my dad's a really, really big fan of the Black Keys. So like uh, from extension of that, I also am pretty big fan of them. And uh, like Andrew put in his notes like Korean Black Keys. And I was like, literally that. <laughs> <laughs> you clicked on it immediately. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they are like heavily inspired by Black Keys. I can tell. And uh, it tur- they turned out really well. I I like I like their style. It's mm-hmm. like uh, decently like lo-fi in the way that it, it's low fidelity sounds kind of old, but it's part of their aesthetic. Yep. And um, sort of like the distorted guitars and like stuff yeah. like that. It's really yeah, awesome. The, the guitar sound is really raw. Same thing with the vocals and everything. Did you you should show your dad this? Honestly, you should send this. Yeah, to your dad. I might I might send him a link if you like his literally like Korean black. <laughs> Cause yeah, you showed your dad some K-pop before, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's all you, you said. Basically, all I wanted to say, just really enjoyable song, and um, it's another one that I ended up finding in like the the underground or like the non-K-pop releases list. So yeah, we. Yep. I'll definitely keep an eye out for uh, for them. All right. Next, we have uh, Chris Wu. He's got a new full-length album, which is called antares or antares antares which is yeah or something like that or something yeah um anyways the uh, title track is called freedom and it features janae aiko so again another high profile like collaboration oh my and no he just he just did something with gucci main like the other day we'll we'll cover that i mean chris is kind of high profile nowadays yeah yeah he he does stuff like he does stuff with travis scott he does janae i was i was just waiting for janae aiko to do because janae aiko is like half black half japanese like half a bunch of like stuff basically so it was it was just waiting for her to like do something uh with like a k-pop or a korean or japanese artist or chinese artist in this case so it's i was waiting for that and Oh, I, I'm I love Janae Aiko just like a, as like a, a singer. Like she's has an amazing voice. Um, that being said, she's probably the only redeeming part of this collaboration. To be completely honest, yeah, it's... I don't know. I'm I'm just uh... oh, that was Jackson. Oh shit. Uh, whoops. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're blurring uh, together. <laughs> yeah, Gucci Mane. Yeah, it's Chinese. Like, but yeah, I, I, Chris Wu did something. Yeah, but Chris Wu did something with like. Joji and like all like the 88 rising people and like we said mentioned before travis scott or whatever like there's <laughs> there's a, a lot there's a lot of people that uh he's done collaborations with so yeah because for the most part he's he's promoting his music here in america as opposed to in, like i don't even know if he promotes in china to be completely honest he's basically he's basically an american artist at this point um that yeah i mean he gets he gets enough exposure nowadays that doesn't really need to promote promote china because i think he gets enough success here. yeah definitely and they're, they're trying i'm sure they're they're definitely listening to hip-hop from over here so it's definitely on their radar yeah but yeah i just say he kind of needs to dial it back on the auto-tune because again it's kind of like what like i said with will i am it's just kind of it doesn't really fit with this type of song i, I guess you, i granted i know what he's going for he's trying to go for like the sad boy a- aesthetic with yep. auto-tune but i don't know it just it, it, it feels super unnecessary with this. And I mean, there are parts where he doesn't use it and it's fine. It's just, yeah, it just, it feels like he insists on using it as his like main method of singing. But at this point it's kind of getting stale. Yep. All right. Next. Speaking of Chinese dudes from XO, <laughs> uh, we have uh lay with uh, his purely single. Uh, Give me a chance. Um, I didn't really have much to say on the song, but I, I thought the music video was really cool. 
Yeah, just the fact that Lay's debuting in the U.S. is awesome. Like, they sell this yeah, album at Walmart. Crazy. Like, not even joking. It's it has a Walmart like actual Walmart listing. <laughs> so I, I don't know if they're gonna uh, put it in Target. Uh, I guess we'll just ask Cooper or whatever. But um, he actually recently had an event in the in New York uh, yesterday uh, as like a like a fan meet or like debut sort of thing to promote it. Uh, I didn't end up going obviously just because it was election day and I couldn't get the tickets or it was free, but you had to like submit like a form and they'd randomly like chew, like email you or whatever. Um, yep. But yeah, uh, I probably enjoy this a lot more than the actual single of, or the actual title track of the album. Nama, 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 yeah. nama, 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 I don't know. Um, <laughs> Jakari's like, I'm on my way to Walmart yeah. right now. <laughs> Shout out to Unpretty K-Pop Podcast. Yeah, a shout out, out to Walmart. The Cooper will get mad at us for saying that. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's just weird. Of all the mem, it's weird how Lay debuted in the U.S. before EXO had a proper debut in the U.S. That's yeah, just that's just so weird. Like you think by now, like you'd get. A I'm surprised EXO didn't debut. make any push in the U.S. Honestly, and no, it's and right now it's like it's too late because they're gonna start they're 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 gonna start going into the military. So I'm just like, fuck. What are you supposed yep. to do now? And granted, like they could since it's staggering, they could make a push, but. It felt yep. like, it feels like a wasted opportunity, definitely. And I mean, I'm well. I, don't I think know. SM's putting most of their eggs in uh, NCT's NCT, basket. NCT, yeah, NCT's basically going to take up that mantle of just getting pushed in the U.S. Definitely, with they performed with freaking Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse did the goddamn choreo <laughs> to regular. Oh my god! <laughs> how crazy is that? Walking honestly, with the cheese. That's the queso. Yeah, like, honestly, how crazy has this? <laughs> past year been just for like we thought last year was amazing for just u.s exposure like this year's just been off the like charts with yeah BTS, for real. city field ncc on um like doing all this stuff in the u.s red velvet getting an, uh, a u.s tour um, i mean they're making a real legitimate push now definitely and, uh, definitely everyone I, wants I think, a part I, everyone I think wants a piece we'll, that pie. We'll, well i think we'll start to see the fruits of all that in like 2020 or 2019 Oh, definitely. So. 2019, if you're... Basically, in 2019, if you're a major label and you're not making a push in, in the U.S., you're doing it wrong, essentially. <laughs> like, you're really yeah. doing it wrong. Well, like, people in the U.S. are starting to notice. So. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're starting to recognize it as more than just as more than just BTS. Like, uh, NCT, Monster X, GOT7, 17, Red Velvet. Like, we're, we're definitely... Momoland. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there, I think. Yeah. Up next, we have... The uh, all right. So up next we have uh, um, League of Legends. Okay, yes, League of Legends, which is Bobby uh, of Icon, Mako, and the Glitch Mob. Um, which the title track was the Rise, which was the uh, Rise Remix, which was featuring the World Alive. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it was the World Song initially, and then they did a remix with Bobby. That's that's all you need to know, <laughs> basically, if you want to, if you're following along at home nice yeah i put a comment for a different song which we'll talk about next week in my notes all yeah. i saw was legal uh, yeah, I was like, I'm, yes. I'm just happy i'm just happy bobby's <laughs> there um yeah i mean even so this song i thought turned out pretty well so mako or mako his voice is annoying though it's super yeah. whiny live yeah, in, the, in the in the recorded version it's not as whiny but it's still pretty cool though it was they were, they were part of the opening thing but we'll get to the more important one We'll get there. Yep. We'll get there. Uh, for anyone week, that en- ended up joining our uh, stream kind of late, um, 
I just like to mention again in the description of the video or our video or live stream is a link to the full playlist of all of the music videos that we're talking about if you want to follow along. And obviously, if you're watching this on uh, on YouTube, the archive afterwards, you, uh, make sure to click that link to follow along with all the songs uh, as we go through them. Yep. All right. Next up, we have Lehigh back from the dungeon with a cover. <laughs> Of the Queen song, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally a cover of the Queen song, that's Bohemian like, Rhapsody. That's like a uh, that's like a meme or something. It's like Lehigh, we have new music for you. Oh boy, it's a cover of Queen. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, while I'm disappointed it wasn't a real song, um, it's excellent song to cover, and she did a really good job. I think so. Yeah. the The only thing that pisses me off is like the vi the the song is so cut up. Like there's no um yeah yeah there's there's, there's like no I see well, a little like silhouette of a man Scott Abus Scott Abus could you do the imagine imagine Lehigh doing that whole thing by herself they're just layering the vocals by yeah. her how incredible would that be honestly and honestly I I kind of wish they did do it but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's would. probably cut up for because they're probably just gonna play it during the movie credits so uh unfortunately but I, and i don't think yeah. it's a part of the actual ost it's just a promotional song so we're never going to hear like a full version of this i think honestly which is yeah. really sad all right next we have hello by a new artist called may wish off their album the sing digital single of the same title uh cover of the shiny song no, it's not. <laughs> okay, so they're a new girl group under J9 Entertainment. I've never heard. Uh, according to an AKP forum uh, forum post, apparently they're all music majors or something like that. I have no idea what I was trying to interpret. That's what I interpreted the uh, the comment as. Um, that being said, I normally I don't like the style of sound, but I for a new girl group, uh, they did well. They did very well. It's very like lovelies, a pink esque. With like kind of like the chiptunesy uh, electronic uh, style. Um, that being said, they probably should have gotten a music video. That would definitely yeah. help to give them more exposure. If this is their debut, definitely. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe they couldn't afford it, but yeah, you you got to give them a music video because it nobody they're just not gonna get the exposure with the song. I mean, if Barry Good has the audacity to put out a that MV for Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo that was edited in iMovie, so can you. Yep. <laughs> anyways um next next up we have a uh i believe a new artist named uh, moon and uh she had the title track million which features doki oh uh, yep moon is under um god it, it's got like, to do a collaboration with an artist named runes <laughs> um so she's under million market entertainment which is a new subs or recently it was bought at, uh it became a subsidiary Quiet. of S yeah it was acquired by SM uh, Million Market Entertainment if you're a Produce 48 watcher uh Million Market Entertainment was the label that uh that Che was on Sonenche was uh, made it into like top mm -hmm. like she was in like she got eliminated like just before the final I think but yeah uh, I literally never heard of them before that and now and um, now I know another artist under Million Market Entertainment that I really enjoy and I'm just like, in my nose, I'm just like, Casper, you've got some competition when it comes to, like, trap, uh, female trap singers. So, and yep. her, she does really well, really well with, um, with this style. And it's pretty much almost in English, too, so I'm getting, she may, she, maybe she's American. Like, the pronunciation's, like, really, I'm thinking really she's good. definitely Korean-American. Yeah, she's definitely some type of Korean-American. I mean, really, only, it seems like only Korean-Americans are interested in this, 
uh, among like the female like solo, they're they're the the Korean Americans are people that grew up in the West are the only ones interested in like the trap singing style. So yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I definitely need she had like same thing like we were lauding about Casper. Her transition from rapping to singing was incredibly fluid, and it's definitely a strength of hers. So I could see her doing it well in the future, and. Normally with Doki, I'm usually I'm usually hit or miss on him. It's usually like I hate it. Yeah, only or I love on it. PlayStation. Only on PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> I'm just like, oh god, oh god. But yeah, this was this is one of his best verses, honestly, that I've ever heard from him. It fits the 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 mood and the hype of the song so well. So yeah, definitely. I've she Moon has won me over, and I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for her. There's a lot of good. Honestly, there's a lot of good like solo female artists that are debuting. Like yeah. her, um, God, the one that was under YG but end up leaving. Uh, I forget. Yeah, Katie. Like, th- there's a lot of really good stuff coming out, honestly, but from solo female artists. So, yeah. Yep. All right. So coming up next, we have Encia with uh, her new title track. I'm fine. Off for a digital single, same title. Yeah, this is her first um, release, I believe, after the unit. And Unity. So, yeah, it's a more of a return to, like, more ballad-type uh, music, yeah. which I think, yeah, is her, kind of her forte, as opposed to, like, the pop of Unity. Which was, yeah. Honestly, I, I wish she would do, like, sort of a, a pop track with really powerful vocals, because I think yeah. she would pull it off really yeah, well. definitely. Because, yeah. like, her vocals in, uh, in No More, like, make something similar to that, and honestly, I, I feel like you'd be decently successful at yeah, that. Yeah, and I mean, she, she definitely wants to retain the fan base that... What fan base she gained of those that yeah. actually end up watching the unit. Unfortunately, they, they, they kind of sucked at... Uh, or their ratings were kind of bad. But uh, of the fans that she yeah. definitely... Of the fans that were probably exposed to her, she definitely wants to retain that. So I could see her doing a, a more pop-focused, like K-pop-focused uh, track. That being said, her voice... Yeah, yeah her voice on this is amazing. Uh, I don't know why the music video is just her sorting through cereal, but I'll take it because <laughs> the, vo- the the vocals are just really good. So yeah, yeah, more people need to learn about Ncia. Yep. Um, next we have NMB48 again because Andrew loves is addicted to 48 Group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, leaving the, you guys uh, for I'm leaving you guys for 48 Talk. <laughs> That's yes. the big announcement live stream. No, <laughs> With the uh, with the title track "True Purpose," which is off their uh, album, which is titled "Boku Date Naik Shao Yo," hey, you got it. It's a it's one of the coupling songs, um, yes. Which is like their B sides. Uh, so, um, the P- the members that were on Produce Forty Eight that are on "True Purpose" were Shiro Mamiru and Kato Yuka. Uh, I think it's just funny that because remember how like everyone just like oh my god everyone has a crush on Shiro Mamiru. Everyone thinks she's like that girl <laughs> crush. Like remember. But she gets the most, like, she gets the silliest songs in NMB48. Like, remember she did, she was the center of Warata people with, like, the weird, like, that that dance sort of thing. So it's really funny how she's, like, the, she's, like, the, the eye candy or girl crush of NMB48, but she always gets the silly songs. But it still works. Like, like the, the dance for this is just ridiculous, and you can't, like, you, it's, it's probably, like, more memorable than even, like, maybe, like, No Way Man in terms of, like, the, like the craziness of the choreography. So, that's, like, and yeah. NMB is probably my favorite in terms of that. Just, like, their choreography is always on point, and it's just, they're not afraid to do funny-ass songs, even though it's most of their, most of, or most of the other groups tend to, like, stray away from that. Yeah. Uh, so, next up, we have New SW with uh, I Don't Care with Spoons. 
spoons. I think like honestly, I, look, I looked Why not up spoons. With forks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yes, yes, uh, Jokari, you're going to learn a lot about the forty eight groups because of me. Granted, you should probably watch, if you want to learn more about forty eight groups, you should probably watch forty eight talk. They're way more in depth about it. Um, so yeah, anyway, with um, with New SW, so Spoons is, I believe, like it's pre- it's like an in house brand for NCSoft, the company that makes like okay, uh, Maple Story and like yeah. like t- Terra. Did they make Terra or wait? Is NCSoft different from Nexon? Oh no no no! Oh, and never mind, never mind. NCSoft. Did- God, who did what did NCSoft? I have heard of NCSoft before, but yeah, they're, they're it's a game company. I'll look it up for you. Yeah, I know they, that I, I've heard of them definitely. They yeah, make they MMOs, definitely do a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know why it's just like I think it's just like a CF essentially. Just the, the, that's why it's with spoons. So they're just like making note of the uh, the people or like the the company that they, maybe they provide the clothing or like the decoration or whatever. That being said, okay. Like, so NCSoft they did uh, Lineage, City of Heroes, Wildstar, Guild Wars, Ion, Blade and oh Soul, Max Master. <laughs> What? So, the heck? I don't yeah. know. That's the ones weird. I know out of that are uh, Lineage, Guild Ion, Guild Awards, and Blade of Soul. So, so um, yeah. As for the actual song, it's just weird because the past two like singles for um for New SW have just been super serious, like these house songs. So we're hearing them do like this, like very happy go lucky, like uh, uh, happy song. It's just kind of unique, but it still works. I think it's, I just think it's really funny to see because like you remember how like everyone they play the scary music whenever Dong Ho, also known as Beko from uh, oh yeah, it's just so intense in the show. Yeah, and him <laughs> doing just this like really like happy music is just so funny because they were playing him up as like a serious like he's just like a guy he's just like the, like the the scary like crush member of of all the guy groups or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and he has like one of the sweetest voices in this song. <laughs> All right, so coming up next, we have uh, Pak which this song, I was like, literally, like, my comment on this was just O underscore O, like, oh, my God. What the <laughs> like, fuck? Literally, like, yeah. Like, her vocals in this were crazy. Yeah, um, it's another one that I had to go look for. Um, again, I'm surprised we don't see more of this just because we're, we definitely give a lot of props to like Korean vocalists for like the sort of raspiness or maybe like the, like the, the type of vocals that would work well with jazz, but this type of like really like somber and kind of like sexy kind of vocal is wow. It's great. And like, she's basically, it's a kind of like blues, like traditional style like crooning and then when she hits the when you hit like the the chorus and everything it's just like this like really like almost like trap like edm style of thing it's like the blend of that was incredible um that makes it yeah like the the visuals of it are just also easily memorable like i don't get it like a lot of it's just like a like a lot of like modern dance type of things and like there's parts where like the there's like fingers peeking through like the the curtain or it was like oh it's kind of creepy but it definitely works. It definitely works. I haven't heard of Park Kyung before, but I mean, she's definitely she's definitely notable for her vocals. Definitely, this is definitely one of the songs that stood out the most to me this yeah. this month. Like, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Oh really, God. <laughs> uh, I I lo- I'd love to see more from her. I hope uh, I'll have to check nowhere. out the rest of the rest of that album. Actually, I guess it's oh, a it's, a, album, it's like a full album. Oh shit, yeah, definitely. yeah. Uh, album's called Replay. So okay. I'm it's definitely gonna check that the, out. The, the, the album is a cover of the, the song. Of the shiny song. <laughs> yep. 
Um, anyways, uh, next up we have Pierce with the title track Galaxy, uh, cover of the Bolpagansa song. Yep, no time. And uh, hashtag children is all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, seriously, how did this? How did this group of like actual like children get a girl crush concept before Twice did? <laughs> um, that being said, like again, it's it's weird at first, but. I'd say they're actually pretty good at like the like the choreography or dance yeah. part of it. So yeah, they definitely have. That's probably their specialty, and they're just trying to like develop as like singers and idols. And I swear, one of them is literally three foot nothing. Like, yeah, not I'm just kidding. like, oh my god, <laughs> she probably makes Nako look like a giant. <laughs> yeah, for real, like um, literally like a nine year old girl. <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, they definitely. I'll probably check them out when their voices are not super obnoxious and annoying <laughs> i'm just like oh my god it's so like they're literal children they're literal children doing this and i don't think we've ever like we joke about like children being in k-pop but these are literal children i don't think we've ever recovered like a kid group before so it's just really interesting to see them do all this yeah <laughs> like girl crush straight up girl crush concepts yeah i mean i think i think it's cute it's interesting yeah. so I guess we'll we'll see what they do in the future if they stick around. <laughs> All right. So next, next we have uh, Pink Fantasy with the song Iriwa, which means "Come Here." And m- my notes for this was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's the <laughs> like, weirdest. Con- All right. So like, to break- like, yeah, Andrew, you just explain it. I, All right. So I don't this concept is Iriwa or uh, Pink Fantasy is a group under My Doll Entertainment. Their concept is inspired by Alice in Wonderland. So, one member named Daewong, it's from what it seems like, will never show her face and will always perform with a bunny mask on. Like, straight up, like, the, like a rabbit mask on. And she never sings, but she does the choreography. Like, that's the entire concept of the group. It's basically like... It's basically like the one member is just permanently in King of Masked Singer. <laughs> yeah, literally perpetually in King of Masked Singer every like, day. Like how like how high were they when they're like, you know what we have to we know what we should do? King of Masked Singer is really popular. We should have like a member of a, like our debut girl group just do that. Like they never sing. They'll just do the choreography and everything. And they, they apparently like there's parts where it's supposed to be like, oh, the rabbit of like from Alice in Wonderland. So like there's parts where she'll randomly it's a rabbit like, from Pink Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. She'll randomly like go away and then like randomly like pop up again or something like I don't know. It's like some crazy shit. But that being said, I did enjoy the song. I did really enjoy the song, despite like the weirdness of it. <laughs> it's so like I, Mickey I, Mouse I and NCT127, holy shit, Jokari. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the bunny hats, but over overall, I I think the uh, the song ended up being pretty good. My question though is, when they do a different concept, are they going to change the from being a bunny to like a different like helmet or something? Like they do yeah. a cover of Lionheart and they wear a lion head instead of a bunny head? Or- no, but the thing is, though, <laughs> do they ever have any any intention of changing the concept if they're if they're that yeah, deep if they're that deep into the uh, into the con. Oh my god, there was a live stage. Oh, I didn't even see that. Okay, I need to check that out. I need to check that out. That's crazy. Like they they're trying to like hide they're trying to hide like Daewong and like try to like shuffle her in like sh- like get her into like the into like the like the sound stage and get her out without like revealing her face. Like 
That's crazy. Like, I doubt it's anyone, like, it's, there's probably nobody famous under there, honestly. They're just trying to, they're just trying to make a really unique concept. And it, I mean, it's working because we're talking about it, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, so next we have RM for BTS off of his, uh, his mixtape mono, which is pretty good, actually. Yeah, and I, uh, the I title track it. was uh, Forever Rain. And um, what I'm going to say about the music is just check out the album. It's, it's really great. Um, but uh, the music video is what stands out for, for oh, this. Like such a beautiful music video. Really cool, like almost like hand drawn looking uh, animation. Black and white is really cool. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's basically just like an animated music video, but it's literally just like, it's like the bare minimum of the, uh, of like the, it's just like straight up like a sketch and it's the way that they sort of animate it is so beautiful. Um, what I really took away from this is, oh, Rapmon definitely, he definitely like looks up to like Epic High and Tablo. Yeah, and, like he, well, would I mean, de- he, he started a, rapping because of them. So. Yeah, there's a there's a serious like Epic High and Tablo influence on this song, especially like with the piano driven like really like low key like rap song. It's kind of like what like Tablo did on his solo release. Um, yeah, like Home, something like that. Um, yep. It's, it's really cool to see him like to sort of like bring that influence into the forefront and hopefully um, expose all these like new BTS fans to this style and hopefully eventually Epic High and but man his work ethic is just insane like how did he have the time to work on a solo mixtape while he's just they've just been non-stop touring for the past god knows however many months so it's crazy that they have the time to work on all of this is, uh, on top of like their constant, their nonstop promotions. They've literally never stopped promoting all year, basically. So I don't yep. know where he finds the time or the will to do all of this, but yeah, definitely we, we didn't have a chance to review the, um, the mixtape, but I what from what I enjoyed, I enjoyed every, um, almost every song from what I listened to. Yep. So coming up next, we have, uh, rocket girls, with album titled Chinese character that I can't read <laughs> uh, with the title track born to win. Uh, so <laughs> it, it, it's actually not a title track. Rocket girls is actually only released like one mini album and they just keep making oh. a music video for every track. <laughs> I'm just like, Never Oh, mind. what Rip. are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, granted, I don't mind it. Cause that's something that we complain about. Um, K-pop stars, K-pop yeah, artists never doing MVs. Like yeah, they never they they just it's one MV per release. Um, yeah. That being said, I enjoy it. That being said, they're pr- definitely taking after like Twice and Red Velvet. Like it, just hearing the song, you could definitely hear the Twice influence. Just like, um, just like definitely it kind of sounds like a Black Eyed Peel song type of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's definitely the most K-pop. The influence that they've done in terms of like the, the yeah, songs so that they, far definitely yeah so it was definitely enjoyable um it, they weren't all um complete unfortunately um because i believe shinny from from Wuju sonyo she's she something i i don't know if she, she was either filming a movie or she was filming like a variety show or a drama or something um so yeah i, I really <laughs> rob's like don't just say the blunt truth and uh, i'm i've been i've been sort of meh on most of their songs but this i actually yeah enjoyed. I, maybe it's just it's probably just because it's more along the lines of what we are used to as k-pop fans primarily yeah more close to what we expect yeah. yeah so it's definitely something that's more to our liking and they'll probably try to do that more because they definitely want to they definitely want to capture that k-pop 
loving uh, Chinese market as well as the K-pop market. They definitely want to uh, sort of permeate there. And that's honestly, I, I if we're losing the two Chinese members of Wuju Sonyo for the foreseeable future, at least I'd rather have them do more K-pop style songs, honestly, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to just like not doing anything. I enjoy. Up next, we have Rocket Girls again with, uh, I assume the song is called Bala Bala Hong. <laughs> Apparently, because I can't I, read the title I, track. I, I, Chinese, I, I put, but they say it over and over. In this song. I put it into it's for the Venom OST. I put it into uh, translate, and apparently, it's like Venom is coming or something like that, or like the, the actual title okay. of the track, the song. I don't know if like Bala Bala Hong is actually like what that means, <laughs> but all I know is they keep saying that weird word over and over. So, <laughs> and they write it in English on the on the screen. Yeah, in the music video. Well, so hey, I, it's an American movie. Well, I'm pretty sure. So. The reason why they ended up, or why there's a Chinese artist doing uh, a song on the Venom OST, Venom like soundtrack, is I, I believe Tencent Pictures co-produced, uh, Tencent Pictures co-produced Venom. So um, obviously they're gonna mm. try to they're gonna try to promote this heavy in China, and obviously they can't bring they can't bring freaking Eminem's Venom, 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 like the, that. They can't bring that song over into uh, over into China. So it, it definitely makes sense to promote it with regular Rocket Girls. Is, kind of popular over there so it's just funny though it's just funny to hear rocket girls do this like serious trap song when we just heard them do this like happy go lucky twice song after <laughs> i don't know how i feel about the actual song but i thought it was funny that yeah, it yeah, no, yeah it's just definitely there's an absurdity to freaking rocket girls being on the venom ost of all the movies they're doing yeah being parallel, basically chinese version of eminem <laughs> Like what? Imagine they just did a cover, like a straight up like cover of the like the actual Venom song. Yeah, that would have been really funny, actually. Rocket Girls <laughs> doing Eminem cover. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, next up we have Rose Finger with the title trap "Hibbity Hibbity Pop." Hibbity Pop. That's I'm what sorry, but this this like this song I is can't garbage. Really get, it's really annoying. Like what? Were... <sighs> like it's not even like. It doesn't even have like bad mic quality or anything like that. It's just mixed really badly. Like everything is just annoying. Yeah, if you hear the intro- just mix it, it's just produced really badly. Yeah, the instrumental is like do 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 do. It's like it's like it's like there's yeah. nothing underneath it. It's just like the it's like some ones. kid with Garage Band. Just, <laughs> do, 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 no, not do, do, the Garage Band's too much. It's like one kid with like a <laughs> with like a toy piano like messing around like the sound effects. <laughs> Literally, that's what it sounds like. Oh my god! And like the actual singing is like like uh uh. Hibbity pop, uh, uh, hibbity. That's literally all they're saying. I'm just like, oh god, I want to like, I want to like gouge out my eardrums listening to this song. It's that bad. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, granted, it's probably not their fault. It's probably like the production team, like team that's doing it. That's like, okay, you have to do this. Sexy cells. You have to do this, and that's why there's like random, like the music video is so goddamn weird. Like there's like random, like there's like a, there's like a construction worker drinking milk, and like the like the the freaking like. Milk is like dripping off of his chin, and like this really like evocative and provocative stuff. And like there's like random, there's like really like bad twerking in this. It's not even like it's like ooh that's nice. It's like really bad twerking. Nope. And there's like gratuitous like ass shots everywhere. I'm just like oh god. With it goes without saying. This is definitely this is going on the Wolwari Award list. Like this is. I want you people to understand. This is the trash that we that we uh, sort this through. This is trash we have to go through <laughs> to bring you guys like like we cut the list down, but like there's like hundreds of other songs here that might like and like there's garbage. <laughs> so like I hope you enjoy. Like we put ourselves through this. 
Yeah. Oh man. All right. So next up we have. Like don't like seriously like if you're listening if you're going through the if you're going through release list at the same time as us like don't don't watch it I swear to God save your ears save your eyes don't watch this or listen to this song we've warned you not even once (laughs) not even once all right anyways up next we have uh, a Sharpa flow with the uh, album title do 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 pa which is also the title track and uh, I'm definitely gonna pay attention to them in the future um. Like they have really, really good vocals, and uh, the one that stood out to me the most was the uh, the rapper, the one who raps mm-hmm. in the song. But she, like, even she has like a really, really good good voice. singing voice. Yeah. Um, so if you're trying to figure out what their name means, it's supposed to st- it stands for sharps and flats. So like the sharps and flats on like the black keys on the keyboard. Um, I'm just gonna call them Sharpafla. Sharpafla. Um. So yeah, I'd say. The group that I'd compare them to the most is probably, like, Mamamoo. Definitely, like, you get that same sort of, like, jazzy vibe that Mamamoo has, um, incorporating the rap with uh, Moonville as well. Um, that being said, yeah, you can definitely tell that singing is their priority as opposed to, like, choreography. The choreography was very basic. That being said, yeah, I could definitely see a lot of room for improvement in that um field and that does not in no way does that take away from the quality of their singing and vocals and i really love the vibe of the song that they're going for so yeah, it's another group that we're definitely going to keep our, our our eyes on and we yeah if there's any if there's any trend that we need that needs to catch on it's the mamamoo like really amazing vocals trend or like the jazzy trend uh, yeah uh rob made the suggestion that their uh, fandom name should be called tone deaf like <laughs> there's already an artist named tone deaf though yeah it's the sharp flow and their fans are tone deafs <laughs> no they're, they're the right. fandom name should be the black keys <laughs> oh that actually be interesting uh, imagine like yeah we're the black keys and the black keys are like what <laughs> what lawsuit all right anyways um next up we have sam kim with his uh sun and moon part one full-length album so i assume he's gonna come out with a sequel unless he's like epic high which just releases pieces part one and then waits like eight years to release this it's like the, it's whatever. like the naked gun like 70 something and a half or in a third yeah. or something. it's like one two yeah I mean, it's a joke but yeah. anyways uh the title track is called makeup and it features crush another one another crush fee, uh, solid feature from crush um so for those that don't know, Sam Kim is a uh, artist under ten. I believe he was on like K-pop star or something like, or yeah, he was on one of the K-pop stars, I think, or like uh, one of the music shows. So uh, American, so that's why he has an American name. Um, uh, most of her original sound, or like the first song I heard from him, was more of like a rock or like more like an Ed Sheeran type um, indie rock sound. This definitely trends more into the R and B sound, but I love how he. He incorporates his guitar playing still, and that's definitely one of his biggest strengths. His guitar playing is excellent, especially as a singer-songwriter. You don't really get too many of them or that are actually actively playing instruments while they're they're performing. Um, yeah, really good, really good. He has there's just the amount of soul that he has in his voice is just really refreshing. And I I saw him live uh, uh, last year, I believe. Antenna, yeah. right? Yeah, the the Antenna concert that was last year. So yeah, I, I, yeah, he's definitely my favorite artist under Antenna. Yep. All right. So next we have uh, Sani with a digital single called Hashtag Mental Health and Social Issues. Um, the uh, the title track is called Wanna Be Rapper. And uh, 
I've, honestly, the song is not very good at all, but it's a joke, so I'm not going to take it seriously. Um, well, it's not really a joke. It's more just like it's inspired it's by... It's like a, it's, it's, it's definitely something... It feels like a joke to me. I don't it's know. Like, it's, it's, sat, it's clear satire. It's clear satire in the way yeah. that they present the music video and the way that they um that he writes his lyrics so there's kind of a bit of a controversy over one rapper well one as the the screenshot implies it's he very clearly said it was inspired by this is america which is uh the popular song by childish gambino so this is kind of like his own take on that and sort of like commenting on the uh sort of um political climate or the social climate of korea and doing it through the lens of playing a is like really like basically like an asshole um right right like, yeah. rapper. Rich, rich guy basically yeah and he's just like oh I love, he's like money i have it's like look how much money i have look all the like the he's just like like there's an actual line he's like i'm a feminist i love them bitches and i'm like hey, obviously i'm just like obviously <laughs> like like the way he's presenting himself it should very clearly come off as a, a satire or just like a commentary yeah, yeah like yeah. a meta commentary I, 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 yeah but some people on like our K-pop didn't realize it, and they they kind of took it for face value. So there's a lot of controversy over the statements. And I mean, granted, it was only on there, really. Um, I think so. Yeah, they're saying like, oh, it kind of seems like they're he's making fun of the Chargers Gambino song, or just like he's making like he's making light, or just like sort of um, yeah. undermining the uh, the message of the song. Uh, I, be, I, I don't really see that, to be completely honest. I mean, I can understand. Well, even, like, even, even if he was making fun of it, I don't think it's something to get upset about. Because, yeah. again, it's just a joke at the end of the day. And uh, what I meant earlier by it being a joke is, like, I, like I thought they were actually getting upset about like what he was saying in the song. I was like, oh, but you can tell okay. that he's not serious. Yeah, I, I, it should. Maybe. I, maybe and like, you'd think, like, the element of sarcasm would come across easier. Cause it's not like it's not it's not like you're reading a tweet or a text or whatever. It's it's coming through the song and maybe just like the the, the absurdity of the visuals should sort of give it away to that some degree. Um, and honestly, I, I like the the name of like the actual like single album they released is literally called like what is it? It's like mental health and social issues. And or social something. issues, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, judging like using our context clues, like it's it's definitely. It's definitely something more serious that he's just he it's a serious topic that he's trying to present through this meta or almost sort of like like play commentary sort of I think he's mostly just commenting on the like how materialistic Korea has become over oh, the years definitely. since they've become so successful oh, compared definitely. to how they were like even like 30 years ago. Yeah, and they're just like and like the 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 vehicle or like the sort of like embodiment of that is like a popular korean rapper that just like has all the girls all the money that shows off all of this stuff in music videos and everything and and like how like using the children's choir to be like oh korea is so tolerant and accepting accepting and all that sort of stuff it's definitely again that's that's like uh gorillas uses that sometimes like like, like when you're just sort of trying to sort of bring light to the uh i don't know injustice or whatever or just like to, yeah what's wrong is like you use the children's choir to like oh it's like oh you it, it definitely brings out the sort of like it definitely has more of an effect on it, but uh, I do have to say, like, I don't know, just there's a lot of K-pop, or uh, one of the biggest um, complaints about K-pop is that a lot of the lyrics are vain, or just mostly the materialistic, or just like, oh, uh, Twice is gonna do, like, their hundredth love song about, like, such and such, yeah. and, such. and they want more, like, substance of the lyrics, which, um, 
like AKB and like the rest of the 40 groups, they get a lot of, um, I was looking into it, a lot of the, or I was looking into the subreddit and when they highly value like the, the substance of the lyrics, which, whereas we don't really look at them because we don't want that to sort of be the, the sort of vehicle by how we judge how good or bad a song is. It's kind of like an irrelevant thing to some degree. I mean, I think a lot of problem with a lot of the problem with a lot of things today is like people are don't think critically. They just take things as face value <laughs> yeah, it, and just it, get enraged about it. Yeah, and like, it, why don't you spend more than too, two seconds looking at it? Yeah, they, they're probably a bit too quick on the trigger. I mean, that's that's nothing new in K-pop, honestly. But it's kind of ironic that the one time that an artist like San E is sort of like bringing to light a serious or he wants to make light of a serious topic that they kind of end up just... Like, they're shooting the messenger, essentially, when he's trying to actually do something, like, meaningful. So, yeah, it's just an unfortunate yeah. thing. And, I mean, he he definitely tried to address it in the comments, where he's like, hey, it's, it's your, up to your interpretation. And, I mean, um, yeah, I, I def, that's, that's how I personally see it. Obviously, you can you can think differently. And if you think dif- or if you don't see it that way, definitely let us know in the comments or in the chat. Um, but, yeah, I don't necessarily, th- with how much these guys look up to American artists. I don't think he's trying to like make fun or undermine the efforts that Childish Gambino was trying to do. And if he, Sonny's not the first one. There's so many different, like, well, or This Is America sort of became a, like, template for other artists in, other hip-hop artists in other countries to sort of do their own versions. Like, they did, there's like, this is India, there's this is like, I don't know. Like, they they basically sort of like take the beat of it and rewrite the lyrics to sort of, um, use the song to speak on the issues that they're dealing with in their own countries and i think that's just that's what that's just what sani's doing here so i don't think it should be treated any yeah. differently honestly well it seems like most people are supportive of it anyway because like I, mean, yeah. I, I didn't see too many negative comments most of the comments on the mv are like like guys it's not what he means by that <laughs> like, or no he, everyone just like why are you copying this is america and everyone just like yo he literally says inspired by this this yeah. is america at the end of it so it's just a lot of people just like a bit too quick on the trigger yeah all right so next we have say sumi uh with the title track be lover and oh my god this is fantastic i am downloading this if i can find it on itunes we actually covered them because um, they perform. They were performing at South by Southwest early in the year, so they yeah, yeah, yeah. we covered their song "Old Town." Um, yep, more good stuff, more good indie rock um, type of vibe. I love their style. Yeah, I really love their style. They're one of like the more it's because we we could kind of run through some rock bands um, yeah. uh, on the list, but they're the only one that really like stands out for this um, this style they have, and obviously for having a female lead vocalist, which is awesome. Um, and I had for the screenshot, I had to use them. They blow up a Hachiroku, so I had to use the, <laughs> that's the screenshot I I, I, I have uh, on the slideshow, so rest in peace. I don't know, why'd they have to blow up the Hachiroku? We could have had the Hachiroku, I could have taken the Hachiroku, <laughs> goddammit. Why'd you have to you blow up the tofu to car? Andrew. Yeah, I, I want a tofu car, I literally, like not even joking, like wait, one day Can't when I, I, I yeah, no, if I really have, <laughs> if I really ever like win the lottery one day, I'm importing like an actual like initial D tofu car. Like with like the the like the actual like paint job and everything like that is my dream. I want to, I want to own own them, <laughs> own it. Who would I compare? Say Sumi to? Uh, I have no idea, honestly, because like nobody nobody in uh, Korean rock really does this kind of thing. But uh, hmm. 
maybe in American rock, I could maybe compare them to like some of like the I don't know, it's like the late like surfer rock of like surf rock yeah. that came out. Like, although I'd say it's it's definitely veers into indie territory as well. Yeah, definitely more indie territory. Too, so. so I I can't really think of any particular indie like rock bands that I could compare them to, but it's definitely that. Check them out though; they're really good. Yeah, they definitely they definitely deserve more exposure. All right, next we have show new of Monster X X. Say so none. Say so none. X prep. So many X's. <laughs> all right. Anyways, they had the uh, the digital single "Don't Look Back," and all I said basically was it's smooth AF. Uh, we covered prep before they did a collaboration. Or they they had a song called "Cold Fire" that they collaborated with Dean. Um, mm, I think because yeah. one of their music video directors is, is Korean, so I think that's just how they're getting mm. all the connections. So that's how Shonu ends up on here. Um, and yo, he's singing in English, so really impressive. His vocals are great on this, and like really like prep as a band, like they got this like really like '80s slow jazzy type of vibe going for them. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy this song, and yeah, I hope they keep cl- they keep continuing to collaborate with more uh, Korean artists because I love co- I want to keep covering their music. Honestly, I need to check out their I need to check out the mini or the the full album that they're trying to promote. Yeah, because the reason these are two have been their like their singles or whatever the one with Dean and the one with Shonu. So, yep, mm. uh, definitely check them out if you're if you're um, a big fan. Yep. All right. Next up, we got Simon Dominic with the title track Simon Says, which features. Pharaoh with an E at the end, Monch. Uh, I'm just I'm just happy to see Simon D putting out more music. Honestly, again, we, he had that whole thing um, where he resigned as the CEO so he could put out more music and be more of an artist. So yeah, this is pretty cool, pretty cool like throwback like boom bap rap song uh, collaboration. Yep. Pharaoh, Pharaoh Monch definitely he definitely takes his inspiration from like uh rizza and wu-tang clan like you can hear that in his voice yeah. so obviously i'm a big fan of like old school hip-hop so uh, i'm definitely gonna enjoy this yep all right next we have sohi from elris with her i guess her first comeback uh which is hurry up which is a single and it's uh featuring uh Bolpagansa. so does jiang is jiang even in the song i think it's only Jiyoung is, how much do you love me? That's literally oh, her only line. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, what the heck? Um, anyways, uh, yeah, this song turned out really good. I, I, I liked it a lot. Um, honestly, I don't even watch the music video. Whenever I listen to the song, I always watch live performances because uh, for whatever reason, they don't really show much of the choreo in the music yeah. video. And I think that's uh, one of the good parts of the song, in my opinion, especially Sohee, too. Cause she's uh, like in K-pop star six, like she, her big thing was that she was like all rounded, like basically like perfect K-pop trainee. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Her roll aroundedness definitely shows off in this again, like spotlight was such a different sound to this. Um, granted, I would have liked her to return to that style. So just, there's a bit of distance between what she does in Elris and what she does as a solo artist. But I don't mind this song necessarily. I did, or actually, no. It's not that I don't mind it. I actually enjoy it. I enjoy it for um, the style it is. Um, I almost that, wonder if it was a Bopagan song that they gave them. Maybe, maybe. But I don't know. I, how did that collaboration even come around in the first I place? If I know. I, I don't Bo even know who. Song, they well, they they usually they write their own song, so and, usually. And, so and, I, don't, usually, I, don't, I don't. I didn't check that out yet. If they're collaborating, they're collaborating with like other like like non-K-pop artists. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah. Uh, that being said, I was shocked where nine, literally ninety percent of this Bobo Gun saw feature is a, is Jiyun rapping. I'm just yep. like, we barely even get Jiyun rapping on actual like Bobo Gun saw songs, and she gets yep. to do a feature. Oh my god, <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy. She's so. I'm, I, that's the one thing. She's so underrated. More people need to stand Jiyun. It's not just Jiyoung. I swear. Talent. Stand yeah, stand talent. She's <laughs> such a good rapper. I love her so much. So that being said, yeah, I, I'd say it's probably a good idea to start because um, I'd say Ji Young and so he probably have similar sort of like range in terms of voice. So it's probably hard. Well, yeah, to that's start. why I couldn't even tell if Ji Young yeah, even sang. It'd be hard voice to sort of very similar to so he's. Yeah, it'd be hard to differentiate that uh, that feature if they were like if they gave her a verse or whatever. So that makes it, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting collaboration and I hope it comes up more. And obviously, so he's yep. gr- again, she's a great dancer. Choreography's great, even though it's like a sort of like bubbly type track, obviously yeah. we know how much Rob loves. So he, so more so he definitely, yeah. So he's yep. easily my bias in uh, LRS. So yep. Stay yep. talent. <laughs> All right. Next we have Soya with the song artist, which is off her new mini album, the same of the same name. And my notes for it were basically, I am an artist. I am an artist. <laughs> uh, we covered Soya before we had her song. She had a song called Oasis. And the whole concept of her music videos is I believe it's inspired by different like colors or like themes. So Oasis yep. was very blue. Artist is very like orange sort of thing. I really love the yep. color. I love the color palette that she uses in her videos. Yeah, the music video is awesome. Oh, and she's she's probably like her claim to fame is she's the the niece of Kim Jong Uk from uh, mm-hmm. from Running Man. Um, yep. So that being said, I, I enjoyed her voice back with Oasis. I enjoy her voice here, like really, really solid singing, and has like a sick ass guitar solo that came out of nowhere as well. Um, the music video they keep using that same abandoned building that Stray Kids used that um, Kim Lip Eclipse was in that one that Minso was in. Like I don't know, it's like. That needs that needs to be on our like K-pop tour tourism, um, <laughs> K-pop tourism. <laughs> like, uh, yep. I don't even, like. Where is this? Like, this has to be somewhere in your soul because everyone literally keeps using this random. Yeah, I room. I have no idea where that like weird tower stadium parking garage thing is. Because it's in every music video. Literally every music video is there. You know what? You know what I should do. I should find it and go there and then film a video but the, there. The, thing, the, the thing is, though, is it like <laughs> the thing is though, is it like off limits or something or whatever? Oh, like, I have you, no idea. Yeah, is it I guess like we private can find property? Out. Yeah, it might be private property, and you might not be able to go on there. But still, it's like this is such an iconic like part piece of K-pop like history or whatever. So, yeah. Oh my God, Jokari with all the with all the color moods and everything. Orange is the color of sacral chakra. It's the home to creativity. Eh, I don't know if or. I forget. Orange I, is a creative color, apparently. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I, I wouldn't call orange. I don't know what my favorite color is, honestly. I honestly don't know. I think my my Mine's my red. favorite color my favorite color used to be blue and orange because I like the Mets a lot, but then my favorite color became black. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yep. All right. Next, we have Super Junior with their song "One More Time," which also called Otravez, which is Otra featuring Raik. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I think uh, so. The song I thought turned out pretty well. I think it was a good collaboration, and I I think Super Junior leaning into the Latin angle is working well for them. Oh, like, so well for them. Yeah, especially since they're much past their prime in K-pop. I think going into the Latin market is a smart move, especially since they have so many fans there. And no, yeah, like Latin America is is just long been like like countries like Mexico, 
um, like Puerto Rico. Like they, they, there's been there've been a lot of K-pop fans there for a long time. So them leaning into like the Latin pop vibe, or like the the trend that's been really popular lately, it it's a no brainer for them. And um, I don't know how to pronounce their name again. Rake. Uh, they are like Latin Grammy Award winning, and they're nominated. Apparently, they're really popular among uh, female fans, or their their fan base mm. is mostly female. And um, they're a Mexican group, so again, Mexico is just a. Re- they have KCON in Mexico. That's how popular like K-pop yeah. is there. Like, or no, even J-pop is popular there. Like, there's a member of I think there's a member of one of the forty eight groups that I don't know. It's like she is a part of like. Uh, oh yeah, this. <laughs> she was a part of like a like like a telenovela and she and part of that telenovela is she's in the group and she's singing in spanish as well which is that's great. so weird <laughs> that's so cool but it's actually really cool like again uh just to see like i know like all the latin countries have just been really big fans of k-pop so it's really cool to see them sort of collaborate in this sort of way and yeah he makes awesome music like this and again it's slowly introducing like each other i'm sure there's a lot of people that are bigger like fans of rick's music that weren't big fans of suju and then they're getting into yep. it and vice versa so it's again it's the cultural and musical exchange that just works really well and yeah i i, I definitely enjoy they're they've they've really hit it big this year with this latin vibe and i i, yeah, I hope yeah. this only incurred like like freaking lo siento with uh yep. leslie grace and i hope this only encourages more latin artists to collaborate with k-pop artists and vice versa and just a, si- just a side note like for whatever reason they're filming this in like the mgm in macau like i don't know why maybe it's just like okay we'll meet in the middle somewhere <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> yeah i mean hey man, macau's nice macau's basically like the, the las vegas of like of china or like hong kong so my yeah. dad my dad would always tell me about when he'd go to macau my mom and him would they'd go to macau from time to time because when they used to, yeah, I don't know if they gamble. I think they might like watch like horse racing or something like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, that's still gambling though. If yeah. You bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they. I don't know if they put money on that. Day. <laughs> like I know where I. I know near where I live. All the casinos are on Indian reservations. Sorry, Native American reservations, and. Uh, yeah, one of the big things is like just horse racing and stuff. Oh <laughs> well, no! In, in Jersey, we have the Meadowlands, so like there's horse mm. racing there, and there's like um like down in. Uh, like Monmouth, there's like a racetrack there. So yeah, there's a lot of horse racing down here. But as you know, I'm really big on betting on horse racing though. I, every year, every year during the Triple Crown, I always bet. And I, the most I ever mm. made was probably like five dollars. Honestly, well, no, actually, no, I made twenty dollars this year actually. But the thing is though, like the the betting website I used, like the minimum like payout or the minimum like payout you needed like it's like a hundred dollars or something. Yeah, you need like a certain amount before you can let it pay out. So. Dang. <laughs> oh. Well. All right. Next up, we have the best song on the list, Let It Rain by Ted Park, our oh, favorite. God. <laughs> oh, God, Ted Park. Oh, God. I, I, I thought this song was way better than the last one, but it's really generic. The thing is, is like, ugh. like, I can't take Ted Park seriously. I cannot take him seriously. And I know he's trying to do like really serious, like emotional music, like, oh, let it yeah. rain. Oh, God, this girl abandoned me or whatever. It's like, oh, just let it rain on me. But, <laughs> oh, God, just like the whininess of his voice. It just sounds like a parody. Also, oh, it's a God. cover of the Japanese SNST song. <laughs> oh, man. There's just, like, there's a lot I have, there's a lot of issues I have with this, honestly. Like, I mean, his voice is. <laughs> questionable at best it sounds like he's trying to imitate jay park <laughs> but it's like coming off really bad 
Also, it's like the way he dresses is just kind of cringy because he's trying to act act like a super like badass or just like he's basically trying to act like any like a typical like hip hop or like R and B artist. I'm just like, no, it's not working. Mm. It's not working for me, dude. Um, like they're uh, doing Chancellor like, Chikari, uh, is not on the list or next month. Next month. Yep. Um. So, uh, like, they're filming this music video in Chinatown, and, like, it's, like, on location and all these, like, he's, like, in front of, like, the entrance, like, the one of the, like, the Brooklyn Bridge or, like, one of the bridges or something. Like, oh, God. He's trying to make it so serious, and, like, there's choreography, and the dancers aren't all in sync with each other. I'm just like, oh, no. I feel so bad. Oof. Oh, oh yeah, it's, this, 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 this song is literally the definition of oof. <laughs> oh, Ted Park. Jeez. All right, anyways, next we have uh, The Rose with their title track, She's in the Rain, from their mini-album, Dawn. Uh, so, I mean, it, as for the actual song, this is just pretty standard, The Rose. Like, if you've listened to them, yep. you definitely know what you're experiencing or just getting here. Um, there was a bit of controversy, and this music video was actually taken down. The music video I have linked in the playlist is uh, an uh, other upload of it. Um, the music video was taken down because... Uh, there's a part of the music video where they have, uh, like Polaroid photos or just like screenshots. Apparently, they're like from inst- they're like Instagram photos, and apparently the uh, production company or like the director, the one that like style or like thought of the music video, um, decided to use an image of Jonghyun, uh, the the, the late Jonghyun from Shiny. They want they used one, um, an image of him from his Instagram. And their explanation was that, oh, they felt that the message of the song fit with Jonghyun about, like, being alone or just, like, sort Mm -hmm. of, like, the the thoughts of loneliness and that sort of thing. So it was well-intentioned, but there was a huge backlash from Shawls. They felt like it was kind of, like, it was insensitive to his family. Yeah, Yeah. it was insensitive to his family, and they maybe they should have gotten permission. So that's why they took the music video down. And, yeah, I think, yeah, it's just, it's well me. it's well-meaning, or as I say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, or whatever. But like they, they definitely, they definitely meant well. But it just came off really bad without the explanation behind it. Just like seeing it at, seeing it at face value is like, oh my god, why are you using Jonghyun this way, or just why are you trying to adv- take advantage of the tragedy this way? So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's just yeah, it's, it's just like an, uh, it's an honest mistake, honestly. So I don't think there should be any outrage yep. over it. All right, next we have Yukis with their new uh, Japanese single, Scandal. And uh, yeah, it's better than I expected. Yeah, and I mean, we've, we skip over Yukis like 90% of the time, too. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're kind of like irrelevant to this point, which yeah, kind of sucks because I used to like Yukis back in the day. Yeah, but that being said, I, I, I love the. I love the swing pop style that this song has. Um, I don't know how popular they are in Japan necessarily, but the, just to note, this is a Japanese single. Um, definitely the song reminds me of like persona or just like the really like funky like vibe that their the music from persona has so it's probably going to do well in japan um also i love the color the use of color in this music video just again really like contrasty and just really like vibrant sort of thing so it works well um maybe i'll yep. have to maybe we'll have to start paying attention to yukis's uh, korean releases hopefully it's the same quality definitely all right next next up we have vav uh with their single senorita I helped break the I helped break the story about this because um, their first concert tour or um, tour stop was in Jersey City on my birthday and they premiered uh, Senorita and they told everyone oh you can't record this because the song's coming out way later 
wow, I didn't think by way later they meant three months later. I thought they were like actually yeah. just going to debut it like soon. Um, so I didn't know back then, but this was actually a cover of a song by a German rapper named K1. Uh, not the not the mixed martial arts thing. If you're watching, um, Mighty Egg Roll, K K A Y, not K, the letter K in one. Um, so I when I first heard it, I was just like, oh, this kind of sounds like Despacito, and it's like the going that Latin pop vibe sort of thing. <laughs> so it works well. And no, this blew up. This has 16 million views, and VAV was like nowhere near that that met, that metric before. So the one big thing about all these Latin pop songs is that, um. Like they're actually blowing up in the like, like the country. Like if you look at uh, Otra Vez, uh, mm. it's like it's like all Spanish comments and everything. Yep. So I think yeah, like it's definitely catching on in like the Latin markets and like they start. If you want like, free views, just use a Spanish title. <laughs> yeah, no, because um, from what I, because I was looking into this because um, Drake did a song with uh, a Puerto Rican uh, artist named Bad Bunny. Um, mm. which is really cool. Like Drake was like singing uh, Spanish and everything. Um, but apparently, uh, in a lot of these Latin American countries, they don't have like Apple music or Spotify or so okay. YouTube is like their primary, um, like music player, which is why a lot of these Latin, like songs like Despacito, how get like a billion views or whatever. Yeah. Like, Cause everyone they, listens to it. Yeah. On that's <laughs> the, yeah. They're not, they're not listening to it on like, uh, music streaming Honestly. services. I bet that's a huge reason for why uh, YouTube actually came out with YouTube Music. Oh, definitely. Like, because they, yeah. they had, like, the YouTube, like, they had the other thing, but it was, like, garbage and, like, so separated. But it makes more yeah. sense, yeah, like, this way. Um, that being said, that as uh, getting back to uh, VAV, uh, again, I, re- I went from, like, not knowing them into, they're a really solid guy group. And this is, I'm glad, they, yep. they totally deserve to blow up this way. I'm really happy. And I think they did a better job on this song than the original artist, because, the original like German rapper was just kind of cringy. Like this was very tasteful approach to doing mm. Latin music, whereas he's just basically in like some type of Caribbean place, just acting like it's, it looks so generic. It's such a generic yeah. music video, and I've never, I never expected German artists to do um, Latin pop as well. But hey, if it, it, it gave birth to this good song, so I'm not gonna complain. Yep. All right, next we have W24 with the track. It's like a just a single. It's called uh, Soshime. And this is really good. This is one of my favorites on the on the list as well. Um had a really really good guitar track throughout the throughout the song. Uh they even do some choreo even though they're a band. It's Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really really good. I I want you guys to check it out for sure. I think they've been around for a while, but this is the first time I've ever really noticed W24. Um, yeah. One, we need more idol bands. Two, we need more freaking slap bass. Like, the slap bass on this track was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really love this style of song. It kind of reminds me of, like, um, the 1985. Uh, that's sort of, like, really, like, uh, funk-inspired uh, rock. Um, you mean 1975? 1975. 1985. <laughs> I, 1985 is a song by Bowling for Soup. Um, 1975... Uh, it's really it's a it's basically the '80s like inspired sort of um, sound. So yeah. hopefully they continue with that. Um, yeah, and I really love like the outfits that they have going for them. It's just like all Korean streetwear, so I'm obviously going to enjoy it. So yeah, definitely gonna keep in my eye on W24 from now on. Yep. All right. Next up, we got Yoon Jong Shim uh, with the new t- monthly melody project. As always, uh, Night Dri- Night Drive is the new track. The wavy music is here to stay, boys. I know Rob <laughs> was so excited for this. I don't one, know yeah. how many. 
Yeah, all his moments. music is just so wavy and just like all like the city pop and like throwback stuff. So and like the mu- like the actual like music video or like the the video is just like all this like old school like anime inspired sort of thing. So ah, oh, I love it. Keep it coming, Yoon Jung Shin. And no, doesn't his next one is a collab with uh, with. Uh, I forget who it was, but it's one of like a female singer or a idol singer that we like. So, yeah, nice. he's been on he's been on fire. Honestly, I love Yoon Jung Shin. Oh wait, so they already announced his next one, or is it already? Yeah, out? they they announced his next one, the November okay. one, I believe. So we'll see. We'll cover that right. definitely. Next up, we got Young Jay from Got Seven with uh, Jimin Park from Fifteen and. Uh, they have a single for the youth suicide prevention campaign, and it's called "I'm All Years." Um, vocals amazing. Also, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> it's weird how they call her Jamie Park. I just, I always just call her Jamie. Well, that's that's her stage name. She didn't even start going by Jamie until she went on after school club. Oh my god! As far as I know, so that's weird. She's just Jamie to me. Um, I'm just one. I'm just happy Jamie's getting more music, and that's cool. Uh, their voices work so well together. It's an awesome collaboration. Yeah. It's for a really good cause, definitely. Hopefully. Uh, a lot of these kids in Korea definitely take the message more seriously because I know Korea has a serious like bullying problem and like with yep. the, like that sort of well, like, internet bullying and also problem. like just pressure from school. Yeah, definitely. So. so hopefully they, hopefully with these like big K-pop idols, they definitely take the message more to heart um, from them. And I mean, again, there's a lot of K-pop idols that talk about like either getting bullied or just like dealing with like pressure and like all that sort of stuff too. Yep. So it, it definitely means a lot. Yep. All right, next is the last track, which is called uh, My, which is by a new, an artist I haven't heard of before named uh, Yuda. And um, yeah, this is really, really good. She's like, like she has a really interesting voice. It's almost like a cross between uh, Sudan and uh, Lim Kim. Oh my God, I miss Lim Kim so much. Where'd Where she is go? she? She's I, th- gone. I, I, I think she's, honestly, I think she's just done with um, like maybe like, the music industry. I don't know. She's she's maybe so sad. For all I know, maybe she's back here in Jersey. Honestly, um, go find her, Andrew. Yeah, I'll go find her. Honestly, if she's like, let me come back. I love, I love you. I love your music. Anyway, um, again, we're we're both just in love with her voice again. Just like the raspiness of it. It's like again, something you don't hear in K-pop. So yep. it's just something that just it's ingrained into your memory. Basically, just the like her voice. So yeah, and. Her voice sounds like Lim Kim. The music yep. sounds a lot like Neon Bunny or that's some that sort of like vibe yeah. to it. So obviously this is a, that's a win-win in my book. Honestly, you're just combining like two things I love. So I really love. I, I can't stop listening to this song. Honestly, I've had it on repeat for all day. Yeah, it had a really really nice vibe. I'm gonna check out the rest of her stuff. If she has any? So yeah, I, I, I've I've never heard of her before this. So if anyone knows who Yura is, definitely just let us know or like what more music, what music from her that we should definitely uh, start checking out. If not, we'll we'll let you know. Yep. All right. So that was the list. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody that uh, decided to uh, check in on the live stage. Uh, this is our first time doing this kind of thing, so I'm glad like this many people started watching. Oh, and it went, um, went so much better than I thought it would. I thought yeah, I was expecting like three people to watch the thing. <laughs> but we had like up to like 15 at one point. So Yeah, that's good yeah, enough for me, well. honestly. Um, uh, so before we end this, we actually wanted to do a bit of a Q&A, maybe. Just like a, or just oh, like yeah, a, definitely. Yeah, just uh, maybe just like give us or an AMA <laughs> or just either anything you wanted to comment on in your, your favorite release or just um, any questions you have for us. Obviously, we don't. Uh, 
we won't be able to answer like or <laughs> we'll try to answer as best we can. So yeah, we'll just use the next maybe five or so minutes for a Q and A. Yep. By the way, thanks for tuning in, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Definitely. Uh, I I love all you guys. Uh, I wish we, I wasn't gonna be like maybe we should do mucho a giveaway. Lit. <laughs> yeah, mucho lit. I was like maybe we should do a giveaway, but it's like oh shit, I still have to do. I still haven't. I still haven't sent this out. I'm just like oh god, I'm sorry. It's just like oh I'm so busy. <laughs> oh man. Hey, even oh, though you're late, thanks for tuning in, Rachel. Yeah, thank you, thank wow. you, thank you for tuning in. You can Did ask you us any questions right now. We'll, we'll go into. You can go like, back and watch rewatch this anyways. Yeah, so. the, the archive should go up um in a couple hours after this goes up. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah, we'll go. I guess we'll go into eleven ten, uh, Eastern time. All right, uh, you guys have seven minutes to ask anything you want. Seven minutes. <laughs> if you were to release your own solo songs as an artist, what kind of music Ooh. would you? City pop, city pop. What kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> you already know. <laughs> uh, for me, I'd probably do some kind of something on the rock spectrum, probably. Um, like probably. I don't know, like indie rock, indie rock pop kind of thing is probably where I would stand. Nate, you That's can what I could see myself as... doing at least. So. Nate can answer these questions as well, if, assuming Nate didn't fall if he, asleep. If he's even still Yo, he probably fell asleep. He's just like, I'm going to moderate. <laughs> he's probably knocked out in front of his computer right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, granted, I actually at one point in my life, because I, I, I went to I went to Berkeley, um, or I went to when you was went it? to Berkeley. No, I did not go to Berkeley. I went to I saw I physically saw Berkeley in Boston. I was just like, there was one point in my life I actually wanted to go to Berkeley. I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not good enough to do the music sort of thing. But yeah, I know a lot of a lot more famous people and more more talented people than I am. Uh, ended up doing <laughs> ended up going to Berkeley. <laughs> I mean, then there's me. I intended on going to engineering school and ended up taking on an art major. <laughs> because you're insane. And, well, it's going to pay off when you go to Korea. It's my second major, but so it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I don't know. We'll just keep waiting on questions. <laughs> we'll, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just wait here until you guys ask us something. Otherwise, we'll <laughs> leave at 1110. Okay, okay. What? what genre of movies do you guys like? Favorite movie? um personally i really really like uh like superhero type movies it doesn't have to be marvel necessarily um but like just that sort of style um but yeah it's probably my favorite my favorite genre otherwise i like a lot of action and stuff favorite genre of movie i really don't know favorite genre of movie i really don't know um favorite movie i don't know either i gotta see because the thing is though like um, up until recently, cause I got AMC, um, a list recently. And up until then, my, most of like my movie watching, uh, was just like, I don't know, Marvel movies and maybe some like, uh, something like in between or just like Nolan movies. So I don't know. I just, I really, I, I didn't get to figure it out until, or I'll figure it out eventually. I mean, there are a lot of like highly critical movies. There's a lot of important movies in my life. Like I'd say one of the most important movies that I ever watched was, uh, God, um, God, it was the one with uh, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, like, what is it? Like, Five Hundred Days of Summer or something like that. Elf. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Five Hundred Days of Summer, which was a formative movie in my young, my young life. That movie fucked me up. <laughs> That's why it's important. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely trying to get more into um, like movie watching now that I have AMC A list. Mm. One of my favorite movies of the year, definitely, so far has been uh, First Man because I. Oh, because again, I'm in love with um, astronomy and space. Like I, I bought, I spent all, I spent my entire freaking paycheck uh, eh, on freaking the, the NASA Vans collection, just because I, I wanted to be like an mm. astronaut at one point in my life. So, yep. First man, go see it. Uh, the next question yep. I believe is from Jakari. It's if you had to marry an SNSD member, who would it be? Taney. Taney, you, you polygamy, <laughs> legalizing polygamy in the United States. Yeah, just marry both of them. It's fine. I can do that. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I've stated before that my or my initial my first bias was Jessica, so but she's taken. Uh, uh, yep. So, uh, by Tyler Kwan. Um, and then my second bias was Soo-Yung. if only Nate were here so he could rant about Tyler Kwan. <laughs> Su Young is also taken. Um, so it doesn't matter to, if they're taken; it's fine. I I, I don't want to. I don't want. I, I ain't they're trying not to I ain't trying to be that baby come back <laughs> guy. Uh, <laughs> no, even even regardless of like their their taken status or not, I'm, I'd actually consider it would be Taeyeon just because I know how like Taeyeon just basically just sits at home and does nothing, and I basically sit at home and do nothing. I'm just like, damn, that actually that actually be pretty. <laughs> yes, fuck Tyler Kwan show. Um, that actually be really uh, a really enjoyable um, experience, probably just because she seems like a really like lazy, laid back person, and she loves yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon Three, which is like one of my favorite games of all time. Holy crap! So yeah, I really it'd probably be Tan because Tan Tan seems like wifey material. Out of honestly, out of yep. all of the out of all of the SNSD, it's Tan is definitely the most wifey material. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Rob also asked, which idols do you like in that way? <laughs> Momo? I don't know. I just, uh, I think the reason, you know, that I just realized the reason I'm, or I finally, or I noticed the similarities between Momo and um, Shiromamiru in um, from NMB48. I think it's just both because they have, it looks like they have ginormous eyes. They're basically like the real life anime. If you, really, if you look at Momo, like she has like, she has huge eyes in comparison. Nico, 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 ah, Nako, Nako doing Nico, Oh, yeah, Nako did that today. Oh, my God. <laughs> protect, smash the protect button. Oh, uh, and obviously Momo doing Nico, Momo doing Nico, Nico, Nico is pretty much why I buy, I started biasing her and I, why I ended up, and obviously her, her dancing as well. And another thing I've actually sort of been getting Andrew into. Andrew wants Love Live in real life with Momo. I haven't even watched Love <laughs> Live. I need to watch Love Live. Oh, man, but yeah. I wrote a fan fiction about my life experience. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. That's another topic. We, we we need to do the reading reading K-pop fan fiction again. Just, oh or no, god, dude! We need the, to do the a, Jimin one was so crazy. We need to though. do a, We need to find like we need to find our like famous friends or somebody or we need to find someone that can do voice acting, and we need to do a dramatic a dramatic because you know how like there's a dramatic dramatic reading, reading of K-pop fan fiction. That'd be yes, hilarious. we need to do dramatic reading of K-pop fiction. <laughs> oh, oh man uh i think that's close to time unless anyone else has anything yeah all right we'll take we'll take one more question if anybody has yeah it. one more first, question first to do it first, first to, do, to it. do it will be the last question of the night yes 
Yeah, because we've already gone like almost like two hours. So oh, thank you for sticking yeah. with us. Obviously, just, I really didn't know how this was going to turn out. So this is something we might do in the future. Honestly, this this turned out so well. So we might make this maybe like a bi-monthly thing or monthly thing. Even honestly, I up to you guys. Honestly, like it, would this would something like this work better for maybe one or one of our shows? Or uh, maybe just the concept of live streaming <laughs> would be enjoyable more. How, all right. Last question is, how do you wipe? No. The no, answer no, no, is no. standing up. No. <laughs> actually, no. Yeah, actually, I just stand up. <laughs> I, 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 I don't trust people who sit down. I don't trust people who sit down. And honestly, they, 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 if, you, if, you, if you sit down and wipe, you're probably a synth. <laughs> from freaking favorite debut song ever okay okay we'll this. actually answer that one. that one that one's a real question uh favorite debut song ever into the new world done <laughs> probably yeah i mean either into the new world or replay probably again me. i never I, I never experienced into the new world's debut obviously because i didn't know what came oh, yeah was, we but went I, there yeah but, but i'd say i guess for what of... i actually experienced oh, that's hard uh i'd say there's just in <laughs> I'd say even regardless of experience, I'd say that I'd, I'd value, I'd value um, into the new world just because of again like the the meaning it has in Korean culture. So I, I that's why I'd probably put it as my favorite. Uh, KDA. KDA biggest surprise <laughs> in twenty eighteen. Uh, freaking I don't know. All these collabs like holy all these crap. collabs. Uh, KDA. Are you asking what my KDA is in league or, are we, or if we're gonna talk about KDA? Uh, if you're talking about my, if you're asking about what my KDA is in league uh, or COD. Um, I suck at COD, so or I don't play. I just I just play Blackout. Um, and in League, I am a support main, so my KDA should theoretically be zero, zero, and like one thousand assists, basically, or just like a hundred percent kill participation. Um, that makes it. Uh, we initially wanted to talk about um, KDA, but like and we like we mentioned We're at the beginning. We're gonna do it next week. We'll yeah, we'll do it next topic. week. It, it deserves its own. I could probably do an entire podcast on just like the, the significance and like how much depth and how much attention to detail they brought to KDA and Pops yeah, I, I I also I agree with uh, Jakari about happiness, dude. I was so hyped for that debut, and then know, and then all I the netizens had to get pissed off about it. It was a combination of like FX fans and people just being fake mad about the music videos, a whole mess. But Again, I, I was, was out of great. K-pop at that point. I had no idea who Red Velvet was until Ice Cream Cave came out. So <laughs> that is a crime. That is a crime, sir. I think that'll do it for tonight, though. But um, just yep. I'd say, like, definitely let us know if you want to see us do us do this again in the future, whether it be through shows or an idea where I was throwing around was. Maybe do like a monthly community game stream sort of thing, or maybe we just like play video games with you guys or something. I don't know. That'd be like, fun. Know, we could do I like know. literally do like League of Legends or something. Yes, <laughs> we could do League of Legends. I know Flair would be up for that. Um, uh, we could. Everyone needs to buy. Everyone needs to buy everyone the KDA skins. Money. You need to spend the sixty dollars <laughs> to buy it, like I did, and then we could play League of Legends. But you bought all like, of them. Yes, I bought the entire thing. Oh God. I bought. I paid I'm, sixty. I paid sixty dollars for the skin pack, skin, but I, I don't play enough to to justify it. So it depends. Sixty dollars for the skin pack, sixty dollars total for the dad hat and the re figure. So curse you, Riot Games, and my money. Um, yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely do this again, and yeah, we'll both for um, Daybot Cast. You're right. Um, Egg roll League does suck. No, League does not suck. <laughs> League is the best. Uh, Overwatch is fun. Nah, I. 
Maybe we'll, we'll, we could probably do Overwatch because we could do Overwatch. We could do League. We could do PUBG. We could do Fortnite because it's free. Um, we could do Smash yep. if I ever get an Elgato capture card sort of thing. Um, I was thinking we, it'd be really cool to do like a Smash, Smash tournament, Ultimate. a Smash Ultimate tournament of all the like K-pop YouTubers or whatever, oh, and then just yeah, and just have someone just like do commentary on it. I'd, I'd love I'd love that honestly. So that's just some ideas we've been throwing on. So um, yeah, take us out, Jacob. That's all I gotta yep. say. All right. Well. Uh, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for asking your questions. And honestly, just thanks for sticking with us. Honestly, I did not expect this many people. To, like, we only have like 13 people watching, but that's way more than I expected. So, yeah, thanks for everybody taking the time to uh, listen to our show. And, yeah, so uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, stick with us. Stay live. Stay throbbingly live. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, wait. Okay, I have to.